This is uh, Michael Myers. Can you hear me, Lone Wolf? Lone Wolf can't hear me. <laughs> there, you have to put your headphones on. Well, that's what I had to do with mine. Now can you hear me, Lone Wolf? There, I can hear you. No Gotti Jr. here to help us out with this. Hello. You got something muted. How you doing? There you are. Can you hear me now? I got you. All right. This is a mess. We don't have uh, Gotti Jr. here or Jason Runner to help us. This is, uh, Gotti told me this is episode 221 of the uh, Radio Impound podcast thing that he calls it. Rather 221. True. You guys have been doing this a long time. It's the first time I'm, I'm outside my house here in Haddonfield, Illinois. I got everything set up here. I figured it'd be nice to uh, be right outside and, and greet the kids. I got some candy here for them. So, oh, I almost forgot. Did you see my J Concept shirt I got? Oh. oh. I'm happy. We're really, um, I'm sure they're happy that you're representing. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, what you guys do over there down in uh, J Concepts there. Big fan. You come up to Illinois sometime up in Haddonfield and uh, we'll have a killer of a time, if you know what I mean. I'm sure if you run into me, there's going to be a problem. Yeah. Uh, well, what do you mean by that? Uh, this, is this, this is a problem right here. <clears throat> Oh, I almost forgot. Hold on one second. If any of you listeners out there, or I guess they're watching too, I need some help. So I'm going to bring this across the banner here. And uh, if you have any tips of where Lori may be, uh, you guys can give me a call. That'd be great. And uh, Yeah. I'm looking for her, so, you know, it's Halloween too. Give him a ring. Yeah. Happy Halloween to everybody out there. We would think you'd normally be busy. Well, you know. I got some time to kill. Get it? <laughs> Not yeah. bad. Not yeah, I got bad. some time to kill. Trick-or-treaters are going to be going around from 6 to 8 here. And, uh... Then I'm going to go out there and I'm going to, uh, you know, try and find Lori. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. So, hey, isn't Lone Wolf supposed to have a cowboy hat or something? It's right here. Oh, let's see that thing. Why don't you put that cowboy hat on? Let's get the full effect there, Lone Wolf. Well, I can't I can't put it on with the, the headphones. That was the problem. Well, you know, you can take the headphones off just to get a good look here and see what that looks like, the cowboy <laughs> hat on you. Yeah, so if anybody out there has any uh, information on what Lori is, you can call into the show here. Any tips and, uh, um, yeah, call into the show. We'll talk about it. Or if you have any suggestions, anybody else I might kill on this night. That'd be good, too. Got to be within the Illinois area, though. Because uh, I don't got a lot of time to travel. So there it was, Lone Wolf McCade. McJade, isn't that what it is actually? 
Um, it's Lone Wolf McQuaid. McQuaid. Oh, McQuaid. Okay. Oh, Jade. You put Jade because, uh, yeah, because of Jason. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, how's everybody doing out there on Halloween night? This is my favorite time of the year. It is, huh? Yeah, I enjoy it. I, I, was, I really appreciated uh, Gotti uh, letting me uh, host the show tonight. Uh, that was really nice. I mean, me and Gotti go way back, uh, way back. I figured it would be a killer time. Let's <laughs> see what you did there. I like that. Yeah, so Lone Wolf, uh, tell me, what have you been doing? Uh, uh, you hunting uh, criminals now? What do you, what's Lone Wolf do, actually? We're a Texas Ranger. Oh, Texas Ranger. So you're down in Texas right now? We make bus. Oh. We bust people. Texas Ranger. You don't uh, mess with a Texas Ranger. Wow. I'll have to remember that next time I'm down in Texas, not to cause any trouble. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I know what you mean. That's why I said earlier, if you run into one of us, you're gonna have a, you're gonna have a problem. Oh, there's more than one of you? Texas Rangers, yeah. Well McQuaid's the best, but you know, everybody else is uh everyone else is pretty good too, but you know, McQuaid's the best. We got Pete oh, from man. Houston. See, he's from oh, Texas. Pete, Pete from, from Houston checking in on the show, yo, he says. Uh Hey, Pete, if you have any idea where Lori may be, let me know. Call in. Yeah, call in. That'd be great. Um, yeah, you call in to the show live, and uh, we'll talk about it. So so you, you like my house back there? That's that's uh, <clears throat> looking good back there. I got some lights on there, a little effect. I got some nice little, you know, looks yeah, good back there. I, I, the pumpkin, is that kind of like the little glowing up there? Yeah. Right, right. I was just going to say the pumpkin. Uh, uh, it was... Uh, you know, I thought I'd put that out there. It was a last-minute thing. Looks good. I, I mean, oh. it really helps you stay into the spirit. Right, right. And, uh, it's a little windy out here tonight, too. Uh, so my hair is kind of like everywhere, but, but you know. Um, oh, we got a call coming in here. Let me uh, – I think this is a call to the show. Well, let's see if this works. Caller, you're on the air. Oh, I gotta press one. I'm sorry. To send a voicemail, press two. Michael Myers don't know how to do this now. Oh, hello, caller. You're on the air. What's up there, Michael Myers and uh, Lone Wolf McJade? Oh, see that? I told you. That was a Lone Wolf McJade. Yeah. All right. Who, uh, who's calling here, uh, caller? Uh, it's Pete Phillips. How you doing, guys? Pete Phillips. It's Pete from Houston. Hey Pete, you don't mess with a Texas Ranger, do you? Let me turn Pete up. No, here. I don't mess with I don't mess with any Texas Rangers. Oh, you think they're tough? Who do you think's tougher, a Texas Ranger or me, Michael Myers? Well, I've never run into you. I've run into Texas Rangers, so I'm just going to go with one of them. Ah, see that he's run into Texas Rangers already, uh, Lone Wolf. <laughs> you ever up in the uh, anyway. Illinois area, Pete? Uh, I used to live up there. Goes through Crystal Lake all the time. Really didn't bother me. Crystal Lake. Oh, my good friend Jason. He uh, he uh, is out there in the Crystal Lake area. Yep. Oh. yep. Yeah, he's a good friend of mine. Actually, he sent me a T-shirt the other day. It was pretty funny. Uh, I have to go find it. But uh, if you're uh, is uh, 
you're down in Texas there. You haven't seen Lori down there in Texas, have you? No, I have not seen Lori anywhere. Man. Dang it. I just wanted to let you know, I'm, I'm out here in uh, San Diego right now for the weekend. I'm hanging out at this DRC for a little bit, and uh, I haven't seen her here either. All right, so what does uh, 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 SRC, what is that? Uh, I don't know about the... SDRC. SDRC. What well, is that? Is that some kind of... Uh, I don't well, know. For, us, for people that are into RC cars, it's San Diego RC Raceway. For people from San Diego, SDRC means something else. But uh, Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's uh, one of the nicest indoor dirt tracks in the country, and uh, can't come to town without stopping by and watching stuff go around circles here. So that uh, RC stuff is uh, what uh, Gotti and Jason normally do on the, uh, they talk about on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Every once in a while, they, they have a podcast and they talk about it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what Gotti was uh, filling me in a little bit on it before the, uh, before I took over tonight, because I'm not too familiar with the RC. So, uh, you know, I'll have to look all this up. Are you? Uh, are you currently driving an RC car right now? Negative. I'm uh, hanging out volunteer marshaling uh, for practice here before they race. So you're turn marshaling. What, what, what's that do? Uh, it's uh, when people run out of talent, they need someone to flip their car back on their wheels. <laughs> All right. Right. Okay. Okay. All right, so you see that? I'm familiar with that. My, my my racing skills are very weak, so I, I get to know all the turn markets pretty well. I figure I would turn the table wherever I am. So you crash a lot, huh? Uh, yeah, I crash more than I don't. It goes straight. Okay, all right. Well, I'm sure if I tried an RC car out, I'd be all over the place, too. But, you know. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to let you guys get back to your show. I'm, uh... I'll pay attention here and uh, I'll listen to the show later on. Okay, great. Well, thanks for joining us, Pete. Thanks, Pete. There you go. All right, we'll see you. Okay, well, well, that that does Pete from Houston, Pete Phillips. I mean, the call was kind of pointless because he didn't tell me where Lori was at. But anyway, what are you gonna do? Oh, I wanted to show you that shirt that uh, Jason. Uh, my good buddy Jason got me. I'll be right back there, uh, Lone Wolf. Pretty good show here so far. Yeah. Got this, uh, got this shirt. Uh, oh, it's getting all tangled. Well, I got some kids over here. That are, you guys come. All right, I got some kids. Hold on one second. I'm just doing something here. This, uh, my buddy Jason sent me this shirt. Camp Crystal Lake running team. See? Run for your life. Run for your life. He just sent that to me. I was going to wear it, but I figured, you know, uh, I'm going to support Jay Concepts. I got the red there for blood. See that? One of the, the supporters of the podcast, you wanted to go ahead and give them the support. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, that's what I wanted to do. So, yeah, that's uh, Jason, a real good friend of mine. I He claims he has more kills than I do, but he's crazy, man. I'll tell you that. It's not a competition that's easy easy to be in, and uh... yeah, well, you know, he's out there in Timbuktu trying to kill people. I'm in Illinois. I'm right in the thick of it, so I kill a lot more people than him. 
this is uh, Freddie Russell. He says, hi, guys. Happy Halloween. Happy hey, Freddie. Happy Halloween, Freddie. All right. All right. Well, uh, uh, God, he gave me a list of things he wanted me to, to go over. Uh, did uh, Jason Rona fill you in on all the events that he went to? Yeah, he uh, he sure did. Oh, look at it. God, he gave me this whole this big thing full of stuff. He said we got to talk about. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know nothing about that. Again, if you have any tips on where Lori's at, please feel free to call the show. Let me know. That's my main objective here tonight. I figured this would be a great way to to get out uh, there. Get out the word. I figured on Gotti's podcast, even though there's only like ten listeners. Actually, he said nine because his grand died last year. I had nothing to do with that, by the way. You're not so, claiming that? No, nah, I didn't. Uh, no, nah, it was just old age. But uh, yeah. So here we are. Uh, episode something. I forget what God he said. Two twenty-one. Two twenty-one. And uh, Lone Wolf McQuaid, he, he was traveling with Jason Rona. To uh, they were all over the place uh, for like a month. Yeah, we did. Uh, uh, oh, I got some three, kids. Three sorry. weekends. I'll, I'll be right back. I got some kids. I got to get candy too. Three weekends in a row. Yeah, we did three weekends in a row. I started. We did the. Uh, we did a Bigfoot monster truck crush. Oh, uh, you can't have more than one. All right. Anyway, all right, all right, I'm back. Nice work. Did you cover all the races? No, I just barely started. All right, all right. Well, you could go ahead. You were with Jason. You went to the. Uh, what was the first thing you guys went to? Well, first of all, Alice and I went to uh, a Bigfoot monster truck crush in Pacific, Missouri, for my. We'll say my birthday. All right. Well, happy birthday to you. How old are you now? Like, uh, I don't know, 50? 44. 44. All right. I won't tell you how old I am. We'll just keep that. Uh, Not a day old. over. Don't look a day over 49. I look pretty good. I mean, like I said, it's windy out here. My hair's a mess, but, uh, you know, I got uh, looking good. Not, not too many wrinkles, you know? Yeah. I mean, you, you kind of look like you got a bunch of filters on. I got uh, got a few scars from a few fights I got into, little scuffles here and there. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna have that on those big jobs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, you can hear the thunder. It's uh, starting to uh, rain a little bit here outside my house, but uh, I think I'll be all right. I probably should have did it up on the porch, but anyway. Yeah. Well, it's your first time. Right. Yeah. So bear with me on that. Uh, sorry, guys. Uh, anyway, so yeah, you went to uh, you and Allison went to uh, some monster truck race. Well, yeah, it was a crush in uh, Pacific, Missouri. That was a fantastic time. Oh, okay. And what did you do there? Well, we went there, got some of the latest memorabilia, latest T-shirts. Watched uh, Rebecca Schnell do a crush in Bigfoot Fifteen. Oh, we made uh, made a fun video about it. Uh, put that on the YouTubes. You ever check out the YouTube? Yeah, I've, I've of course I've been on YouTube a few times already. Yeah, I checked it out. There's a lot of good stuff on there. So, uh, to, yeah, 
It's a good weekend. That was what I chose as my, uh, I guess, my birthday present. So this Bigfoot, I tell you what, I tried looking for Bigfoot in the woods out here in Illinois once. Uh, Did you have any success? I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. So this Bigfoot you're talking about, though, is not the Bigfoot. This is the truck. This is the truck, not the, the uh, okay, not the creature. Right. All right. It's getting really windy here. I, I, I hope it's not interfering too much with the microphone. No, oh, no, it's it's fine. Okay. All right. There we go. Uh, let's see. Justin Bolton says, "What? Uh, uh, Justin Bolton says, what's up, Mike and Chuck?" John Bolton. John Bolton. Is he a fan of the show, John Bolton? Yeah, I think he is. He's a he's a big time fan. All right, these guys, I got to mark them down so I don't kill them in the future. You know what I mean? I don't want to hurt them if they're fans of the show. There's only a few of them, Gaddy said, and you can't afford to lose any more. No. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I keep distracting you, but uh, <clears throat> go ahead. I'm not used to this. I don't know how this works. So I'll put my knife down. Not of the technical nature, are you? Yeah. Not not too much, no, no. Does Michael Meyer, do you have a cell phone? Do you go with a cell phone? Uh, yes, I, uh, yeah, I have a cell phone. Uh, it's really helpful these days, too, doing a lot of things, you know. Is uh, the, the number here, is that number. your cell See, my cell phone number is down there, 570-554-0877. Call me with any tips you have where I can find Lori tonight, especially tonight, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, I have a cell phone. Ah, okay. Which brand did you go with? Well, I went with the uh, I went with whatever Gotti gets because Gotti, I I always talk to him, and uh, Gotti was saying I needed to get the uh, Note Nine back. Mm -hmm. This is a. It's been two years now since I had this. I'm due for an upgrade. Oh, you're gonna upgrade the plan? Yeah, right. I'm gonna go to. Verizon, and uh, I'm going to get it all upgraded and stuff, and uh, um, you know, I'm going to probably stick with the Samsung Note line because I like them. Wh- whatever Gotti gets, that's what I get because he obviously knows technology. So. He's a yeah. good researcher on the YouTubes too. Oh, he, oh, that's exactly it. Yep, absolutely. Anytime I need some killing tips or anything, he, he's he's always there to provide them. Uh, but I hope. Uh, I hope I come through okay with my mask on here on the podcast, but uh, I can't take the mask off. That's just the way it is. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, so the, the note has a pen. See, I like this. Right there. Yeah, I see it. Well, not only can you use it for – you can kill people with this thing too. I've done it already. I've already you know stabbed them in the eye or something or in the neck, stuff like that. So it's like a weapon for me, and this is what Gotti was saying. He's like, look. This thing has a this phone. You can hide it right in here, see. And the cops never know. They they don't even know. I've been pulled over a few times. They eh, they're trying to look for a murder weapon. They couldn't find it. There it was right here. Actually, I shouldn't be doing this on the air in case they're watching. You're giving away a lot of secrets here. I'm sure I give you guys some tips. I mean, you're fans of the show. You're not going to throw me under the bus or nothing. You know what I mean? I may throw you under the bus, but uh, you know. Uh, John Bolton says, Jamie Lee Curtis. How's Jamie Lee Curtis doing? I don't know who you're talking about, bro. Anyway. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm looking for Lori, so if any information on Lori, call into the show and we'll talk about it. Uh, so. 
All right, so you're asking about my cell phone. What else you got? Uh, uh, did we cover that thing that you did with Allison? Allison's your wife, right? That's right. Okay. Yeah, Pacific, Missouri. Did a crush there for my birthday, and that was a good time. And then the, the very next weekend, uh, we had the RC Monster Truck World okay. Challenge. I thought Allison was Jason's wife. Well... Kind of one of the same. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Gotcha. All right. Go ahead. Did the RC Monster Truck World Challenge at uh, RC Madness in Enfield, Connecticut. You remember me being there, right? Oh, I do. Absolutely. I told, I told Gotti. I know he was kind of talking to you about it. Yeah, Gotti always talks to me and tells me about what Jason's doing and, uh, and what you guys are doing, Lone Wolf. I guess you hang out with Jason a lot. Of course. Yeah. It's very interesting to me. I'd love to go to a race sometime. I haven't, I haven't been to one. I haven't been to one. I do remember the one time I, I, I killed somebody, and inside their house, they did have RC cars inside there. I you didn't stop? Them. Yeah. Okay, so you did get one. Absolutely, I did. Yep, I took one. I just ran it outside my house here. You know what I mean? i never been Ju to a racetrack. Jumped it off the steps, right? Absolutely. Right off that step, right off the uh, porch there. And then in the back of the yard there, I have some room in the back. Uh, I built a, like a little track there, you know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. So. so you're getting some practice in. Yeah. So we did this RC Monster Truck World Challenge in Enfield, Connecticut. We ended up having to, we, um, we had a cancellation from the, the previous uh, race organizer who got sick and couldn't make it. Oh. So we kind of took over and ran our own event and it actually worked out pretty well. We had a good turnout of trucks up there and got some nice photos, some nice video of the event. And uh, it was good. We had a good event there. So uh, you have to check it out on the YouTubes. Well, how do I do that? I'll send, I'll send you a little a little clip. Okay. This is on J Concepts YouTube's. That's right. Okay. J Concepts. Number 1, J Concepts. You going to send me a link now here. I'm going to go over here and take a look. I'm going to go to YouTube and type in J Concepts see what happens. You okay. can keep talking. I just sent it through the chat so you you got the link and Oh, uh, great. Great, thank you, thank you. Yeah, no problem. I'll do that right now. All right. We'd be able to throw that up in the background for us. Uh. How are we gonna do that? I don't know. I thought we were. I thought Gotti told us we could put the video up in the back. I'll have to figure that out. Hold on, let me find the link. Where uh, Where'd you send the link to? In the. Uh, Right in the StreamYard chat. Uh, I think you guys sent it. Well, you sent it to me in the Facebook chat there that we're in. Uh, we're, I'll give out my Facebook uh, name out there. I don't want any friend requests from everybody. There we go. Okay, thank you. No problem. All right, let's see how this works here. And just bear with me. I'm not very technically advanced here. <laughs> 
that over here. There's the audio. Uh, okay, we got the audio up. Let me check this out. Let me look at my instructions that Gotti gave me on how to do stuff like this. Hold on one sec. I got my book out. He wrote a whole thing down for me. How to do this? Uh, what's this thing called? Uh, stream, stream something. Streamyard. Streamyard. Mm -hmm. All right, that's something about share the screen. That uh. The weather is sounding a little bit sketchy in the background. It is. It is. That's a big concern with me. This equipment here I had set up. Uh, like I said, uh, I wanted to be outside. The kids don't seem like they want to come to my porch. So I'm out here on the sidewalk with the equipment set up. That way they hand out candy to them. But everybody seems to shy away from the house. I have no idea why. Uh, we only had, what, two kids that just showed up. Uh, maybe more are coming. I see them out there. They're all out there doing, you know run around the other houses. I'm over here. I got a bag of candy. I mean, I don't know why they don't just hop on over here. Maybe they see that I'm podcasting and they don't want to interrupt. That would make sense. That's all right. You can uh, interrupt. You can come over. Eh, not going to hurt anybody. I got my knife down. Put it right there. All right. Let me figure out how to do this. It says share screen. Share screen. And we're going to go here. All right. Share audio. You want the audio. Okay. You don't necessarily need the audio because I could describe what's going on. All right. We don't need the audio. Okay. I won't check the audio then. Uh, but you know what's going to happen if I do this, though? Hold on one second here. Oh. God, he told you about that one going, huh? Yeah, he said something about when you share a screen, it makes the other person uh, disappear for a while. And uh, he said he contacted StreamYard, and I got back to him, and he said you're supposed to go in incognito mode to fix that, but I didn't go in Aikido mode. I forgot. It's right here on the, one of the tips, and I didn't, uh, I didn't do it. That's my, that's my fault, and my apologies. Uh, you still want me to try and put it up on the screen? One of us could disappear, probably. Uh, can you still hear me, uh, J uh, Lone Wolf McQuaid? I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so tell me about the race. I really don't want to mess uh, you up here. Well, we built the track and got out there about Saturday, about 2 p.m., and got some qualifying done for the Monsters. And then Sunday we did our eliminations. We had a retro class, a challenger class, and a pro mod class. But, um, yeah, we had uh, Friday rained, so we had a lot of track work to do on Saturday. And then we got into uh, track building, got the race in, and everything went pretty well as far as that standpoint. Gave awards out at the end, and the race was over, and... Uh, Rich and I flew back home, and Fred drove the van back home. Wait, you and Rich? Where, where was Jason at? Well, he was just racing. Did Jason uh, fly back with you, or did he ride with uh, Fred? No, he, he flew as well. Gotcha. All right. Okay. 
So you, Jason, and uh, Fred, or Rich. Correct. Uh, you flew back home. So you had to go up to this race and you had to put the track together? Yeah, we had a last-minute uh, cancellation from the race organizer that we were going up, the event we were going up there for. And um, we were already up there, and Fred was halfway or more than halfway there, and we just said, you know what, we can probably do something. We can probably do something, and we built. We, we went ahead and ran a race. We came up with the race logo. We came up with the track layout. They scraped it clean for us at RC Madness, a nice spot to put the track. And I like that name, RC Madness. Mm-hmm. Madness. The Madness. Wasn't there a wrestler back then? The Madness, right? Macho. It's the Madness. You talking about Randy Savage, Macho Man? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember him. I used to be a big wrestling fan, along with Gotti. Used to. Yeah, we. Well, I, I kind of fell behind on uh, following it. Uh, Gotti keeps me informed of what's going on, but uh, you know, uh, haven't had a lot of time to watch TV recently. Hmm. They disconnected my cable. Uh, something about it. I wasn't paying my bill. <clears throat> yeah, you would think he'd have some pull there. I got nothing, man. I will rock those guys later. Yeah, you'll you'll deal with them separately. Yeah. Daddy gives me his WWE network account, though, so uh, I get to see some of the stuff. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. So, got that event in. Then right. the very very next weekend, we went to Minnesota. You ever been to Minnesota? No, never been there, actually. Okay. Is it pretty nice there? It was nice where we were. And it wasn't cold? Because I heard oh, Minnesota well, would be pretty cold. It was really cold. I mean, besides that. Mm. We were, uh, it was 18 degrees. Oh. Yeah. Uh. I hate I hate when I go yeah I have to go do some killing and it's very cold out hate it yeah well you want to do it in a comfort a comfortable environment yeah. yeah exactly so that was our J Concepts I NCTS race the Midwest Carpet Nationals uh, the first time we had it was last year at that location then we moved uh, we made it to uh, this year twenty twenty uh, it's really the only carpet event we were able to run all year okay because of the covids right right that's uh, a good thing for you is uh, you don't have to adjust to a mask you always have a mask so. always always i've always worn i'm not anti-mask these people are like hey what's the problem i've been wearing a mask forever mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm good you know what i mean a little ahead of the game there exactly exactly so, Minnesota got up there, uh, Thunder Road RC Raceway. Uh, great. I mean, this facility is uh, its amazing. It's to die for. <laughs> I like it. I like it. To die for. <laughs> right, right. Go ahead. Tell me more. Now you caught my interest. Go ahead. Uh, one of the best ones that we go to th- for the year. Uh, so, they got a hobby town in the front. Thunder Road RC, 
the track in the back. Super nice, uh, great carpet track. Uh, we had a good turnout, right around 200 entries. Oh, oh. a lot of people. That's good. So uh, good race. I raced myself. So Ooh. so I raced uh, monster trucks in Connecticut, and then 10 scale buggy on carpet up in uh, Minnesota. So well, how'd you do, Long Wolf? I got third in one of the classes and eighth in the other. Oh, wow. That's uh, the eighth place isn't great, but the, the third, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Not bad for an old wolf. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Old Wolf McQuaid. Old Mo- Wolf McQuaid. I like it. I like it. Hey, by the way, you mentioned about the COVID. I just wanted to let you know there's no COVID cases in Haddonfield, Illinois. Ah, so it's a place to come, huh? It wouldn't even come near here because of me. <clears throat> I just, you know, get rid of it. Gone. Out the door. Get out of here. Don't even come in this town. <clears throat> so you don't put up with it. I don't put up with nothing. There's no crime here besides what I do. Uh, and then, uh, like I said, no COVID. No COVID cases at all. You can look it up online. There's nothing. On the Google. On the Google. Yeah, but you can look it up. Look it up. Anyway. So third and eighth. The third place you got up in uh, RC Madness. No, no. At uh, the NCTS in... Right. Okay. In oh. Minnesota. You get something for third place? Got a plaque. Oh, great. That's good. I like it. Yeah. Uh, got a couple wins. Uh, or got a win. Conference team? No, in at the event we did in Connecticut, I got a I got a win there in the pro mod class. I got a second there. I got oh. a TQ in the second in the other class. So we we pulled some stuff down. We we're kind of nice. Racing well there for, for all the teams. Okay. Jay Concepts team? Mm-hmm. How the how the Jay Concepts tires work? Pretty good. They were killer. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like this Lone Wolf McQuaid guy. I have to come down to Texas sometime and hang out with you. If you come see me in Texas, there's oh, gonna be yeah, trouble. I got, I got some kids. Go ahead. You keep talking. I'll be right back. <clears throat> there's gonna be there's gonna be trouble if you come to Texas. All right, there you go. Thanks a lot. Thanks for thanks for showing up, guys. Appreciate it. So everybody else, I got still got some candy left. All right, where was I? Uh, uh, third place and eighth. Good job, Jason or Lone Wolf or whatever your name is. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that was Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was the third travel weekend in a row, and yeah, it's been busy. We've been busy at the shop, releasing new products. So down in J Concepts, you got a lot of new stuff coming out for the guys that are racing RC cars. We got tons, yeah. What do we got new coming out? Anything exciting? Bodies, wheels, accessories. Any apparel? No apparel yet. Okay, I need some new... Uh, I'm going to have to give you my address. I don't know. And, uh, up here in Illinois. And uh, You want to text that to me later? 
Yeah, I'll, I'll text it to you later. I'd like to get a couple shirts and hats, you know, for while I'm out there doing things at night and mm-hmm. representing JC. I hope you don't mind. Well, there's only you- there's just a little bit of concern, I think. There is. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't worry. I w- I'll represent you well, and uh, you know. Spread the good word about J Concepts. Your reputa- reputation precedes you. Right, right. Yeah. So we got uh, we got those three events going. We got a <clears throat> AMS 11.0 is coming up. 11 oh. years. Oh, that's going to be. Yeah, Alabama, Alabama Manufacturer Shootout in Coleman, Alabama. It's going to be the 11th 11th uh, annual event. Oh, wow, 11 years, huh? Yeah, I remember going to the first one, Paul and I. You remember Paul, right? Yeah, I think uh, 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 I've I heard of Paul on the interwebs. Uh, he's a good uh concept employee i think or something paul uh, uh what's his name p-dub yeah p-dub they call him yep, i don't know his last name but anyway you got it All right paul lemieux no uh, i know paul lemieux he's up in this territory yeah. yeah paul's a good guy maybe he's seen laurie oh uh, that's what i'm hoping to if again Maybe he sees the show and he could call me on that phone number. If you're if you're watching, you can call that phone number and call into the show here, and we'll talk about if you've seen Lori or not. Yeah, if you want to talk about RC, you can talk about that too, because uh, Lone Wolf knows a lot about that. Anyway, yeah. So Paul Paul Dub, what's his last name? Uh, I don't know if I should tell you, but okay. Yeah, you don't have to tell me. If I want to come get him, though, I'll just come down to J Concepts in Florida. But, uh, that's quite a hike, though. Yeah, probably not a bad idea. I don't want to travel on the airlines during COVID. I don't know how you guys do it, but uh, I try to be careful. All right, so you and Paul, where'd you guys go? No, we're, they're going. They're going to go next week to AMS eleven point Okay, that's going to be exciting race. That's uh. Um, Alabama. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm looking it up online here. It says it's nitro. That it's eight scale, so there is some e buggy and some nitro. Correct. Okay. All right. I like nitro. Yeah. Gotti told me all about nitro. He loves it. He loves it. He loves it. Matter of fact, I called him up the one day. He was at a nitro race somewhere down in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Finally found out what this noise was in my office. Where is it? I, I keep thinking that the door's opening and it's my button. <laughs> my, my button goes by something here and I. You got to be careful with those things. That that can give your location away if you're if if somebody's trying to you know stalk you or kill you or something and you're hiding. I tell you, I don't know how many times I ran across somebody that was hiding on me, 
And something like simple as that gave away their location. Yeah, you're able to figure it out pretty quickly from there. Right, right. Sure was. Okay. If you're just tuning in, again, I'm Michael Myers up here in Haddonfield, Illinois. That's Lone Wolf McQuaid, and we're talking uh, we're talking a little bit of Halloween, mostly RC car racing. Uh, Gotti gave me a rundown of what I'm supposed to do and what I'm not supposed to do. He doesn't want me to get off script too much, but I never did this stuff before. And uh, I've never been to an RC race, so it's pretty interesting listening to Lone Wolf tell me about it, so... <clears throat> yeah, I'll be able to check out those videos later. I will do that. I will do that. I'm uh, not too familiar with share, share screening, so uh, um, maybe if Gotti was here, it'd, it'd be a little bit better. <clears throat> yeah, it makes sense. Right. All right. This is the uh, Halloween episode. I got the. It's going well. <laughs> Well, it, I was a little nervous about doing it, but uh, here I am. I don't understand what's going on with your hair. Oh, it's windy out here. I mean, uh, this, you know, there, I, tried to, I tried to bring it down. See, and then uh, the wind, it's you can hear the wind in the background, and it just blows it everywhere. Ah, okay, I got gotcha. you. We could just leave it like this. Eh? Look at that. It's full. <laughs> it looks good. <laughs> you like it? Yeah. All right, all right. Every, everybody's tuning in for this. Yeah, well, there you go. I got slicked back a little bit. I look like uh, Pat Riley. Remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Coach of the uh, Lakers. Yeah, oh, man, I used to love Pat Riley. Yeah, is he still around? He's around. Good, good, good. What the, he's with the Lakers still head coaching? No, no. He's down uh, the Miami Heat now. Oh, all right. He's a big wig down there. Okay. Part owner. Oh, well, that's good to hear. Yeah, well, I sort of look like him, so, you know. Keep it slicked back. I think it's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's nothing wrong with my camera. I don't know if it, uh, oh, that's all right, I guess. All right. Again, I'm outside, so bear with me, guys. So, AMS 11.0, that's coming up next week. And then the week after that, I'm going to be in Kansas City. I'm flying into Kansas City and then going over to Blue Springs, Missouri. Uh, you, you probably didn't watch the show. I don't know if Gotti told you we had, we had Chuck on from Fastlane. Oh, no, you know what? Actually, I did check that out. Yep, yep. So we're heading over there for a, a big event there, and I'll, uh, I'll be over there representing that. And then the weekend after that, in Florida, we're having the Florida Carpet Championships at Beachline. So we got three oh. big three big events coming up in a row, and uh, it's been a it's been sort of a backloaded season here for RC races. That's a now Beachline. I heard of that's a very popular RC track, right? Yeah, Coco over close to the beach in Coco might be a good place for you to visit. Man, that sounds nice. So it's over there by Coco Beach, huh? Mm -hmm. I was there uh, years ago for spring break. Mm. 
long time ago. Good times, good times. So if I go to this track, Beach, uh, beach Line, beach line RC, I could just go right over to the beach? It's close. It was about 20 minutes away. Mm. So you could spend a few minutes at the RC track and then head right over to the beach. Man, that sounds like a lot of fun. Could stalk some chicks over there, I guess, I would imagine. Hmm. Yeah, you could. Nice. Okay, so Beachline RC. I wonder if they would let me race if I went. I think so. You could do like a rental. I think they have car rentals out there. You could rent something. It'd probably give you a good deal. Wow. Jeez. Give you maybe half off. I like that. Half off, get it? Half off. Half off. So, three big races in a row there. And let's take a look at the calendar. And uh, I think I'm only going to, after that, I think we're only doing, I don't know, one or, I don't know, one or two oh, events in December only. <laughs> my hair's my hair falling out. Look at this. <laughs> old, old age finally catching up to you. I tell you what, I don't know, man. It's a, it also could be a sign of COVID, they said, but I don't think I have COVID. Well, you usually stay at home, right? Yeah, pretty much uh, right up there, you know. And that's my room right there, the one with the light off. Okay. I don't like a lot of light. But uh, I had to put that light on over there just, you know, for the ambiance here at the show. Ambiance. Yeah. And... uh Again, I'm looking out over there, and I see all the kids avoiding my house. I only had a few kids that showed up, but uh, I told them, hey, bring more kids. I got a lot of candy. Well, what I notice is when they do come, you're you're loading them up pretty well on candy. Yeah, I mean, I got a whole bag here I got to give away, so. Um, what's your favorite candy? Oh, man. What's not to like about a lot of them? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I like, honestly, if you're going to get the hard candies, like Nerds, I like those. Nerds, yes. Love those the nerds. Are good. Those are good. Uh, if you're going to get into the chocolates, Reese's are good, Snickers, the peanut butter cups, Kit Kats, Kirby would like that. Oh. Now, who's Kirby? Uh, he's one of Gotti's other friends. Oh, okay. All right. He probably told, he probably mentioned them. I- now that you mentioned it, I, th- I think I've uh, Kirby. Yes, Kirby. Um, I forget his last name, but anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah, it's really not all that important. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like uh, Butterfingers. That's one of my favorite chocolate candies. Hmm. Yeah. You know what? All this talking about candy, I-, I might actually stop on the way home and get a couple things. Oh. I-, I honestly don't have any at the house. You don't? Uh, no. Oh. All right. You're not handing out candy for Halloween tonight, huh? Well, of no. course you're doing the show, so I guess you can't. So we got Butterfingers. Uh, like you said, uh, Hard Candy Nerds is good. Um, <laughs> uh, Jolly Ranchers, that's another one of my favorites. Jolly Ranchers. Apple Jolly Rancher. Apple Jolly apple. Ranchers. Yeah, apple. It comes with a bunch of cherry, watermelon, 
but uh, Apple's like one of my favorites in there. And you ever get the uh, Jolly Rancher sticks? They have these sticks. <clears throat> they're like that long. And it's just a, a one flavor Jolly Rancher. Jolly Rancher, huh? Yeah, it's really good. You got to give it a try. Go to the store and pick some up. Hmm. No. I think I got those. So, but this bag here that I got, it has a mixture of everything. See, got a bunch of stuff. You got Twix in there. Oh, I forgot about Twix. Twix and M and M's. I love those. Yep. Milky Way. Uh, eh, good stuff I, I can. Yeah, I mean, it's like Milky Way. It's like. Eh. I could take it or leave it on the Milky Way. That's All like right, well. the total last resort. Total last resort. Okay. Well, I like this guy that's on the bag. See that guy? He's pretty scary looking right there. Look at him. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got the fangs going there. Yeah. Favorite time of the year. Favorite time of the year. I'm sorry. I got you all distracted and all discombobulated or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're talking about RC. You and Paul Wern are going to Beachline RC to do some racing. Uh, and then what are you guys doing there? I mean, what after that? What are you doing? What are you laughing at, man? I'm trying my best here. Give me a break. <clears throat> yeah, this wasn't the show I expected, you know. The Halloween uh, Ripcast edition, special edition show. What do you expect? Right? It's a special edition, all right. <laughs> well, I hope God he isn't too mad when he comes back or watches this. Uh, I just try my best here. That's all I'm trying to do. That's all you can ask. Yeah, I mean, you're. Uh, you wouldn't want to make Gotti upset. You wouldn't right. like him when he's angry. No, definitely not. He's one guy. One guy that I'm afraid of. You would not mess with. Not mess with him. No. Not at all. He's a good guy, though. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's all right. Hey, watch it there, buddy. All right, well. <laughs> so, so talk to us about uh, how it's been going for you the past few weeks. Did you check? Uh, was our last show with Chuck? Was that our last one? Did he give you the information there? He did. I got to grab it here. Uh, Episode 220 was with uh, Chuck. uh, You got to help me out with the last name. Klein, Kleinbaugh? Klein, Klein Hagen? Yeah. Klein Hagen. All right. And he's, uh, he had written down here, Fastlane, the owner of Fastlane Raceway that you were talking about earlier. And uh, Roar President, whatever that is, Roar President. Yep, Roar. What's that? Uh... <clears throat> Radio operated auto racing. Okay, so he has. He's the president of that. Mm-hmm. And that was episode two twenty. We're on two twenty one now. I did listen to the episode. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that was we, and we're going to an event at his track. You know, that's a couple weeks away too. We, we we went over that. That's a travel race for me to Kansas City, fly into Kansas City, and then uh, head over there to Blue Springs. Yeah. Okay. I saw pictures of the track on the show when he had the show. 
I see we got uh, four people watching. Um, so there's more than four watching right now that I could tell. Oh, okay. Seven, <laughs> seven. Okay. Said, uh, there's about nine listeners, as I mentioned earlier. So we almost have them all on. We almost. Well, now it's eight. I see. Yeah, he said there was nine listeners of the podcast. It was ten, but his grand passed away, which I had nothing to do with. Um, and she, you know, obviously can't listen no more. No. So we lost the we lost a listener there, and uh, you know, hopefully we don't lose any more. <laughs> you know, you don't uh, don't want to go backwards here. We want to go forward with the show, and Gotti was hoping that with me on the show covering for him this week uh things would you know maybe pick up a little bit but some of my fan base i have a, I have a cult following and uh, hopefully they uh you know hey michael was on the radio impound podcast and, and then they start subscribing and listening or something you know hopefully they like rc but uh yeah maybe get new customers too you know one thing you could consider is maybe getting your having your own podcast you could do sort of an offshoot version, uh, you know, have your own Michael Myers podcast. You guys could, you know, you could bring on different, uh, different guests, uh, people that maybe, you know, in the business, uh, industry insiders, people that are really good at what they do in your business, you know? Man, I really like that. Wow. I mean, it might make a little more sense for you to have uh, that type of podcast than to be on an RC. I, I don't know. I just kind of throw that. Well, out I was there. just filling in today. I mean, he, it was the uh, last, you know, God, he's like, hey, but he also thought it was a great idea because it was Halloween. And he said, hey, Mike, come on out. Hey, he, he called me up. He said, hey, Mike, when do you do the podcast for me? Set up your laptop. I just got a laptop. I have my mic plugged into it. And I'm doing the best I can here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not real familiar with the program that he set me up with here, but uh, you got the instructions, though. I have the instructions right here, and I'm following them step by step as best as I can. And uh, I see there's some comments over here that I missed. Okay. I have to get over here somehow. Uh, oh wait, uh, this is Allison. Uh, Allison Rona. She says me. I don't know what that means, but uh, all right. Allison, if you have a clue of where Lori may be, give us a call at 570-554-0877. That'd be excellent. That's what I'm that was my main goal coming on this show was to try and find Lori. And your and your idea of having a podcast might be great because it may help me find Lori that way. If I do a weekly podcast, uh, I remember a show back in the day called America's Most Wanted. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really helped uh, help the cops find a lot of killers. And uh, not me, though. Can never catch you. And uh, I'm thinking if I do a podcast about Lori in the Haddonfield, Illinois area here and maybe locate her, you know, I don't just quit on Halloween. After tomorrow's November 1st, I'm not just going to give up my search. So just so you know. Yeah, no, 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 don't do that. Uh, so, uh, John wants to know, so how does COVID affect the slashing adventures, Mike? Well, I tell you what, I got to, you know, I don't have to, I already got my mask on. So I don't have to worry about it when I go out slashing. 
You're um, already safe. You know, my main the, the thing is here. I get a bad rap, like uh, like I'm going out just slashing people. Um, again, my main goal is to find Lori, and people just get in my way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't mean any harm, but if you're in my way. You know, I, I, uh, I got to get rid of you somehow, you know. Collateral <laughs> damage. Right. And it's usually with, you know, like like that, you know. Collateral damage. Absolutely. I don't use guns. So if uh, any of you guys concerned out there that I use guns, it's not what I, I just use my knife. That's it. I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, I, like I said, you'll run into trouble if you ever come to Texas and you mess with a ranger. It's game are, over. Are you threatening me? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like this guy. So if, uh, anyway. if you come to Texas, there's going to be trouble. So anyway, uh, John, to answer your question, it actually makes things a little easier because I go around the house to house searching for everybody, and everybody's home now. So, uh, you know, I don't have to go a lot of places. I just go right down the neighborhood, and I go into the houses to check them out, and if people get in my way, I just slash them. You know? Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Not too bad. That makes sense. Yeah. But we're being safe. I got my mask on while I'm out there and, uh, you know, don't want to spread COVID anywhere. Don't be a part of the problem. All right. John Bolton. I think he's the only one watching. Uh, John Bolton says, did Traxxas name the slash after Mike? Good question. <laughs> Good question. That's a great question. Man. Well, I guess we'd have to contact Traxxas about that because maybe somebody inside the Traxxas company is a big uh, Michael Myers fan. And decided, hey, what better name to call this uh, RC car uh, Slash? So, never know. Uh, collateral damage. Uh, John Bolton, again, our only listener. Sounds like Gotti on the track. Collateral damage. <laughs> I, heard, I heard that Gotti really is pretty bad racing RC cars there, Lone Wolf. Uh... He's not bad. I mean, he's won a couple mains in the, you know, P main and stuff like that. <laughs> P main. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, isn't that pretty bad? Cuz isn't it the goal the uh the A main? It typically is for most, but when you're a little um challenged, skill challenged like Agati. Oh, that <laughs> That's true. He's yeah. a little skill challenged. He is. Well, yeah, that's uh well, the goal's the A main. And uh oh boy, I think it's starting to rain a little. I gotta cover up this uh this laptop up a little bit here, make sure it don't get wet. I'm sorry about that. Um go ahead and make your do what you gotta do. So uh yeah, so P P main, well, what are you gonna do? Gotti Gotti's Gotti. That's a, that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna do Gotti things. So yeah, yeah. All right. Um. Well, John, we won't tell him you said that. Hopefully, he's not watching. We've and gone, he's not the we'll, one to really be concerned about. I mean, if you insult Gotti, yeah, that's okay. Uh, hey, John, if you know where Lori's at, please give us a call. We, we'll put you on the air and we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it looks like John John's a Trump fan. I see he has a Trump uh, thing on his uh, Facebook profile there. 
Yeah, he's riding that Trump train. Yeah, the the red uh, red nation. I think they call themselves. I like the color red, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I can see how that would tie <clears throat> tie in. And a great concept shirt. I got the red there for the blood. That's why. That's why you made that shirt. This is the Halloween edition J Concept shirt. Isn't it? <clears throat> uh, we were, we're still a little unsure if we like that you're out there representing. To be honest. Oh, well, that's that's not a nice thing to say. I won't. Uh, I won't hold that against you. Thank you. All right. Um, so yeah, he's a Trump fan. I see John Bolton is. So that's uh. We'll see what happens. Well, let's see. Uh, John says, yep, Trump, Biden will close it down. Biden will close it down. I don't know what that means. Biden will close it down. Well, hey. I think he's talking about Biden there, uh, Bolton. Just let me know. He's up in this Illinois area. Look out. Look out. I can eliminate that problem real quick. I'll tell you why I like Donald Trump, because remember I said I watched wrestling. And uh, I watched WrestleMania, and Donald Trump was in it one time. Uh, that's a good reason. I mean... He uh, he knocked over Vince McMahon. Then he shaved Vince McMahon's head, because he lost the match. So, so I like Donald Trump, because he likes wrestling. And anybody who likes wrestling is a friend of mine. Like Gotti is. He's a friend of mine because he likes wrestling. I quit watching. And you, I mean, I don't know if Gotti told you the story, but when I quit watching. No, he never did. Why did you quit watching? That was when uh, the Ultimate Warrior beat Hogan. Okay. I was out from that point out. John says, uh, shut down businesses is what Biden's about. Businesses. Well, we don't want that to happen. I got my own little business going on here, and I don't need him interfering in it. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean you wouldn't want you wouldn't want to screw up your numbers. Absolutely. All right. Well, we can't vote for him then. I guess so. I tell you, who's a good friend of mine now that you might want to vote for? Kanye West. Yeah, Kanye West, man, he is—he's a good friend of mine, actually. Actually, I like his wife more than him. But anyway, that's a besides the point. That's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. I All right, you. should we get off track here? Because Gotti's really going to kill me when he finds out there was no RC talk in there, and I didn't let you talk about RC. Uh. So Beachline RC, <laughs> I think that's where we were at. Beachline, you're going there next week. Not quite. When you go there, I don't know. That's a couple, let's see, that's still a couple weeks away. All right, well, all right, here we go. Uh, well, we were just talking about racing, so this is Kyle's going to put us on the right track. Now you can call the show. Hopefully. At, you can call the show at 570-554-0877. You can tell me where Lori's at, have any tips, or you can ask Lone Wolf some RC questions if you have any questions for him. Or any Texas Ranger questions. Or any Texas Ranger questions, too. Yeah, he's all familiar with that, obviously. Kyle Hydro. I like that name, Kyle Hydro. Yep. We, uh, the next big race coming up. 
Uh, AMS 11.0. That's uh, Coleman, Alabama. It's 11th time we've, 11th year. Uh, I remember going to the first one, like we talked about, me and Paul, we went there with the trailer, set up, Mayfield came there uh, with us, but... Um, Ryan Mayfield, is that correct? That's right. I see, I know my name. I know I know that name. Gotti told me all about Ryan Mayfield. Good. And he said that Ryan was one of the dominant racers in uh, RC racing, mm-hmm. uh, world champion, all this stuff. He says he's one of the best to ever... Uh, one of the, one of the best to ever race in RC cars. One of the ever one of the best ever to hold the radio. Okay, there we How go. How do they say it in in sports? They say lace up the shoes or uh, put on a pair of gym shorts. How do they say it? They one of the best to ever put on one of the best to ever lace up a pair of sneakers. Yeah. So uh, for that, is a one of the best to ever pick up a radio? Could you say that? Yeah, Ryan Mayfield. I heard that name. And uh, I heard he's really killer on the track. <laughs> he is. Yeah. So Mayfield, and then uh, I, I've heard of a couple names because I talked to Gotti a lot. And uh, uh, Riv Riv uh, Rivkin. Uh, Rivkin Rivkin. I forget his first name, but anyway, Rivkin. I heard of that name. And then uh, back in Gotti's day, he used to mention about uh, Magic Johnson. Joel. Joel Magic Johnson, okay. Not, not the basketball player, but uh, Joel is his name. And, and his nickname's Magic also? That's correct, yeah. All right, so Joel Magic Johnson. Um, and Are you uh, making notes here too? Well, yeah, um, obviously I got my pen here. Got some crib notes. I'm writing the writing this stuff down. This pen here, by the way, like I mentioned, I used to I used the pen in my note mine to uh, kill a few people. I've done the same with this pen, by the way. Ah. Um, Joel Johnson, and then another great uh, other great racers out there. He mentioned a bunch of them to me. Uh, but uh, Brian Kinwald. Mm-hmm. He's one of the good ones too. A real good guy. Sorely missed. All right, so uh, Kyle, did we answer Kyle's? Re- yeah, we said uh, AMS eleven point was the big one, and J- Jason and Lone Wolf and all the guys are going to be there. We'll all be there, and that uh, that's 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 uh, my favorite. And I know they race the uh, electric, but the uh, nitro, I love nitro too. <clears throat> yeah, the nitros are really really fun. So what tires are we going to use there? Well, don't we know until we get there? We'll start with the reflexes, most likely, the, the green compound. I'm sure by the end of the weekend, we'll probably be on some detoxes. Okay. We have a tire that, name, we have a tire that uh, works well that you may like. Oh. It's called the uh, Stalkers. Stalker? I, li- I like it. I like that name. That's a good yeah. name. Wow. That's a dang good name there, Stalkers. So that's something that uh, that would be the tire that you'd probably want to use. I would love that tire. That's the only tire I would ever use. Even if it didn't work, I'd still use Stalkers. You have any other uh, tires that might be up my alley? Hmm. Slashers? 
We don't have a slashers. Oh, okay. We had a. Uh, eh, that one won't work. Hey, God, he just texted me. Let me see what he says here. Oh, he, okay. We got. He wanted to know how the show's going. I don't know. I don't know. I just hope it's going okay for these guys. I hope uh, everybody enjoys it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wanted me to remind everybody that the show can be seen here, and plus, it's all on the uh, podcast apps. You can find it there also. I'm From sure I'll be, I'll be re-listening to this one pretty pretty quickly as soon as it goes up. Oh, well, that's good. The more downloads we get, the better, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I hope I hope we get a lot of downloads because I want him to see how successful the show is with me on it, and maybe he'll invite me back during the year after Halloween. I really hope so. I like it. All right, well, Kyle, that answers your question. Are you, and Kyle, if you're still out there watching or listening, are you going to the race? Is That's what we want to know. Are you going to AMS? And if you are, make sure you visit J Concepts Tent. They have a tent set up. I know that because That's I've true. seen it. That's correct. And they're there to help their customers, um, help them out. You know, if you're a customer of J Concepts, they're going to help you out. You have, you're struggling on a the track. They're there for you. That's what's great about J Concepts. They have excellent support. That's very important. Uh, Justin Doyle says, what is going on in here? Well, we're glad that he could join us. Right. That's what we're... That we're happy about. Well, Justin, we're talking. We're trying to talk RC. I keep distracting because I get off course a little bit. I have a script here that I'm supposed to follow, but uh, that I've gone off of it. Uh, but Justin, if you want to call on the show, you're more than welcome to. You can talk to Lone Wolf, ask him some RC questions. He's very knowledgeable in RC. And if you have any tips on where Lori may be, who I'm looking for tonight. That would help me out tremendously. So uh, don't be afraid to call into the show. Anybody can call into the show. And, uh, yeah, give us some tips. And maybe uh, Lone Wolf will give you some RC tips. Please. Uh, Let's see here. Okay. Uh, We already answered that question. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, so AMS is the next big race. But I, th- I feel like we're missing a bunch of things before AMS, though. Oh, here we go. We got a call coming into the show. Let me try and figure this out. Bear with me as I try to figure this out here. Uh, let's see here. We got the – I think uh, that might be it. Hello. Hello, caller. Hey, Michael. Oh, how you doing? Michael. Who is Who's calling here? This is John Bolton. John Bolton, oh, we just saw you online, sir. That's right. I had, I had to drop offline and then call in. I, I couldn't miss the chance to talk to Michael Myers and Lone Wolf McQuaid. How can you pass that up? Oh, absolutely. We're big megastars. Absolutely. Man, I, I'm, I'm so happy yeah. you called. Now, do you have any idea where I might find Lori? Um, probably some house somewhere. Just sitting around by herself. I have no idea where. Well, I tell you what. I checked all the houses out here in Haddonfield. I'm going to go out later here after this uh, podcast and check it out. But, um, yeah, I haven't found her yet. So we're trying to find out, get some tips, you know. Uh, maybe somebody's seen her or whatever. Cool. Yeah. 
So, John, what's going on? What's uh, you guys been racing at all? Well, I've I've won a race, but I haven't been able to do it. I changed jobs, and the times just haven't worked out up here in Minnesota. I see you're up here. Uh, well, Lone Wolf. I guess yep. Jason was up here a couple weeks ago or a week ago. We're all we're all up there. All of us were up there. Yeah, we flew into Minneapolis. Minneapolis, then we drove over to uh, St. Cloud. Yep. And uh, we actually had a really good race. Track. Oh, it's it's beautiful there. Yeah. The, that facility is amazing. Watch it online. It's definitely a place I need to go to. Yeah, it's it's, it's, yeah. Been, it's been one of my favorites to visit every year. So the times haven't worked out. I've only race I've attended has been down at Hobby Haven because I've had to go to Des several times this year. So. Where's this uh, Hobby Haven track what? at? Urbandale, Iowa. Iowa, okay. But I'm in the Twin Cities, so that's a long ways to go all the time. So yeah, I'm, fam- I'm familiar with Iowa actually. You are, huh? I I was down that way a few times looking for somebody. Wasn't Lori? There you go. Yeah. You've traveled traveled the nation, it sounds like. I have. I have. So how far is it from the Twin Cities to Urbandale? It's 235 miles. Okay, so it's about four hours-ish. Yeah, three and a half is usually you can do it in. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, we did... uh, we, We... did the Minneapolis over to St. Cloud? What's that? About an hour, hour and fifteen minutes up there, something like that. Yep. Yeah, good trip though. We yep. had a great race. It was cold, eighteen degrees that one morning. Wow. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Had snow, early snow this year. Winter's coming, but you know, I don't. That's that's a Minnesota thing. I'm, I still don't like it. Yeah, when we come up here we checked into the hotel and they're like, is the, is the highway open? Sometimes they close it. I'm like, yeah, it was open. They're like, well, yeah. you know, there sometimes it'll be closed cause they can't get it, you know, uh, plowed or whatever soon enough. I'm just like, man, <laughs> wow. We well, I, think, I think it's kind of sit, sit, sits in the way where the wind blows across it, just the right angle closes it down. Yeah, I, 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 I hate snow. So you, I can't stand snow. Well, yeah, but, you know, you have an advantage right now. Like, they have the, the, the mask laws up here, and you just kind of fit right in. Now, you're, you were you were mask cool before it was cool, I guess. Absolutely. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah, he was, a, he was an outsider previously, but now he's kind of in fashion. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Now, but everybody's joined you. I tell you what, though, the one so thing you re- the one good thing about snow, you you know what it is? It's easy to track. What's easy that? to track? It, absolutely, it's easy to track my prey. Well, that's true. Absolutely, that's true. Yep. Like the blood trails. Lord, I've, I've I've heard a couple of those things where uh, I know a, a place where this guy robbed a place. He walked from his house to the little store to rob it and then walked back home and they found him because of the fresh snowfall. So he didn't plan <laughs> that very well. So. <laughs> oh man, you gotta, you gotta do better than that. Beginners. 
Exactly. Beginners. I know how to I know how yep. to maneuver around in the snow and make it look like I went this way when I actually went this way. Pretty easy. Exactly. <laughs> so you you, ra- you raced up there at uh, St. Cloud, didn't you, Jason? Yeah, I ran uh, forty plus and two wheel mod. Uh, it was good. Cars were my car worked awesome. Didn't get a you know really the opportunity to run a lot of carpet. The last time I ran carpet was. Uh, january of this year so january to last weekend so do you think uh what's your opinion on carpet i mean every every race has it you know every track has its place i mean i'll race on anything but how do you feel the cars hold up to the kind of the added strain of cornering and stuff on carpet you feel they wear out a little bit more or I think they some of the things get stretched a little bit. Uh, if you run that brass front bulkhead, Paul, um, that was one of the reasons we made the steel front bulkhead for the car is because it's a lot more durable than the brass. So we've sure. taken a couple taken a couple steps to beef up some things that I think has really kind of helped on the carpet and the the car the cars themselves. I think are really kind of made for that surface now. Uh, more so than any surface. Yeah, yeah. Um, they work extremely well on carpet, and um, I mean, I it was uh, I had no complaints about my stuff, and I, I think it's it's fun. Uh, I like doing it. It's not my favorite. Is still if I can race some outdoor ten scale, um, but that's just few and far between the opportunities now to do that. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little bit old school. I like the I like the outdoor, outdoor off road. Mm-hmm. You know, I've raced in all kinds of crazy stuff. No, um, yeah, I mean that's I that's kind of. Track. I had a little small. Uh, this is back when I was living back in Iowa. I had a, I started a hobby shop, gave it a shot, but I started at the wrong time, right, just before the economy crashed. That was really a great time to start something, and uh, but I had a little small indoor track. Everybody kind of talked me into running it because I did have a, a building that was available to me. But the problem is I didn't have heat constantly. Oh. So I, I'd heat it on race day, but I couldn't. I couldn't heat it during the week. Mm-hmm. And uh, you ever ra- you ever raced in frozen dirt before? <laughs> uh, you know, I, <laughs> I, I get tired. Of, <laughs> get not tired very of often. Frozen dirt. What kind of compound would you recommend for that? <laughs> yeah, it's. It's probably completely different than you would think. Yeah, it was a little insane, but we made a go of it. But then, uh, then the economy kind of went to crap, and that so did my business. So, mm. way it goes. That's, why we, that. that's why we got to yeah. vote for Trump, right? Yep, we had fun. Hey, Jason. Uh, so, what kind of tires would he run, Jason, on something like that? Do you know? Or Lone Wolf? I mean, I'm sorry, Lone Wolf. Yeah, sorry. Uh, you know, I think you're going to need stuff that, that's going to dig to the ice. To the ice. I think we were running, uh, I think we were running, uh, what was it? Like BK bars or something like that. Yeah. I mean, that was probably the tire at the time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, now we'd probably be running ellipse or dirt. We're cutting them down and making front tires out of them too. And they seem to be working. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, we got a uh, Randy 
and Randy Enger, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. It says John Bolton used to hand count my laps track, my laps back in the yep. step pin tire days. Step pin tires. Oh, yep. I ran a I ran a track up here at uh, Hobby Zone, and they didn't have lap counting system, so I hand counted all the races. Oof. that had to be hard. Nah, it was easy. Oh, okay. Well, I only could count enough, so high, so that'd be really hard for me. Kind of like slashing. If you do it enough, you get used to it. I guess. <laughs> That's right. I'm a pro. Or 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 kicking ass like Lone Wolf. <laughs> See that? I told him. I said, if he ever comes to Texas, he's in trouble. Hey, don't threaten me, uh, boy. Yeah, I, With a good time, I guarantee that. Yeah. <sighs> I'm the Ryan Mayfield of slashing. So. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you just can't find Lori. Lori's the only problem. I can't, man. She. This is really. Uh, it's really getting to be uh, get on my nerves here. That's why I'm hoping this podcast, even though it's an RC podcast, I'm hoping that uh, somebody you get else, the word out. You can get the word out there. Get the word out, and plus, uh, Lone Wolf there had a great idea of starting my own podcast. Maybe do it weekly. That way, uh, maybe I can find her easier. Man, get a lot of tips coming in, like the America's Most Wanted show. I don't know if you ever watched that. Oh, that's true. Jason's Most Wanted. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Michael Myers Most Wanted. Yeah. Or oh. Michael Myers. I'm thinking. Yeah, Jason's a good friend of mine, though, John. I don't know if you saw it earlier in the podcast. He did send me a shirt. Uh, I'm wearing my J Concepts awesome. shirt today because I wanted to represent J Concepts. Whereas uh, some of the people in RC say JC concepts, those guys are morons. But anyway, uh, here's the. Uh, it's like it's like your tracks, your tracks slasher. Right, <laughs> track slasher. Okay, I like yeah. the name slasher, but yeah, you gotta say it right. Traxxas. I even know that. I don't even. I'm not even an RC, and I know it's Traxxas. Uh, but anyway, I don't know if you're watching, John. But right there's a shirt that Jason sent me. Uh, Camp Crystal Lake. No, I had I had to uh, I had to disconnect. Oh, okay. So I could make the call on the truck here. So, all right. Well, Jason sent me this shirt. You can watch it back later. It's a pretty nice shirt he sent me. Camp Crystal Lake. I'm not wearing it tonight, but uh, I just wanted to be uh, get into the RC mode. RC mode, since uh, uh, you know J Concepts. At least I know how to pronounce J Concepts. Good job, Michael. There you go. So All right. at the at the races you've been have been attending, Jason, do you do you feel uh, have they have they had any limits on the amount of, of racers, or do you think uh, or people? I know people seem to be itching to race, but with the limits that are on some of the races, do you think uh, you think once things open up, it's really going to kind of explode? You know, every race that I have been to has been well attended. Um, I'm trying to think if they, if any of them have actually limited entries that I've been to, I've heard of a couple limiting entries, but I don't think I know any, I've, any of the ones I've been to, I don't think they've actually limited them. Well, that's cool. I know that they, they're going to run a carpet track here, not too far from where I live. They ran last night, but they're limiting it to 35 people. They have, you have to pre, you have to sign up beforehand. Mm-hmm. Let me get to 35 people. Now you can run, obviously, you know, if you run, run 10 classes, that is one person. You can't. 
but it's actually 35 people. So, yeah, the um, I know Tacoma RC Raceway is kind of doing a similar thing. They, when we were going to do our race in Arizona, we had talked about doing a split schedule there, so there was less people in the building at one time. Uh, we never actually ended up doing that event, but um, that was going to be a part of the schedule there. But the uh, the events that we've run have been um, pretty open. You know, I it's you know they, everyone kind of has their own rules that you're supposed to follow. Sure. Uh, but well, then you know you got the probably the biggest race of the year to get canceled is the Reedy race. Mm-hmm. That's pretty interesting. Well, yeah, it's it's getting canceled for twenty one already. That's the part that's kind of a little almost annoying. But yeah, that's it's just it's coming up so fast. Like, unfortunately, the biggest thing there, I think, well, with, with the Reedy race is that the international travel. I think that's, that's it, the, the ability for people to travel. Yeah. So I think the guys coming in internationally to participate is what kind of motivated them to put it on hiatus. Is I mean, I don't know. Isn't there still some travel bans? Like, don't they have problems coming from Canada to here and stuff like that? Yeah, they, they do. And so, yeah, that was, that's been the concern. So I think they went ahead and put the race on hiatus. And I think it was probably the right thing to do at the moment because, um, there is a little bit of a feeling that these races, especially the Reedy race, I think it's, it's something that you look forward to when it comes back. And right. Right. I think taking a break will help the race kind of keep that momentum and keep that energy. Cause it gets a little old uh, every year to have the same things over and over again. So just trying to put a, put a little delay in it. And yeah, kind of uh, sweeten the taste a little bit when it comes back. Yeah. And when they brought it back and I think it was 2011 or 2012, and it was really insanely popular. And then now I think it's, it's a good time to take a little bit of a break. Yeah, I mean, if if you had to take a break, this would be the time to do it. That's for sure. There's, you know, there's a true reason for it instead of just going, okay, let's just stop for a year. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and and the and that race is built so much in the past on international entries. And if they can't come in, and you can have have a legitimate, really good invitational class, then the race is not quite as good. True. So what do you, what they do with the, the world's got moved, correct? Yeah. What they did is they pushed everything back a year. So the eight scale worlds was actually supposed okay. to be this year in 2020 and the 10 scale worlds was going to be 21. So what they did is they just moved everything back a year. So now the eight scale worlds should be 21 and the electric will be 22 and I'm not sure what they're going to do if they're going to try to get back on schedule after that or try to have more back-to-back worlds uh, to maintain the same date 
or the scheduling formula that they have, but I don't know we're, we don't know what's going to happen there. And I don't even know, you know, I mean, we're just assuming we're going to be able to run the worlds in 2021. You know, they, True. If, it's, if it's supposed to be in Brazil, um, they, they might not even do it. Yep. Well, and, you know, and people just still might be fearful of traveling. Even as a, I think that's a big possibility. I think it's, I think it's a huge possibility that the eight scale worlds could get canceled completely and they'll just move to the next. I, I don't know. That's just my prediction. I think that's a possibility. Yeah. Well, let's hope it all changes and they come up with something to slow this down and get us back to somewhat normal. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, what's going to happen. I mean, I know we're, we're doing some races here and there. They end up going back to what you were originally talking about. These races have been very popular uh, that we've been going to. I mean, they just raced yeah. in Myrtle. They raced in Myrtle beach. They had 300 and almost 40 entries, I believe, or 350. Uh, we did our race in Minnesota was 200. Uh, the race, the eight scale races we did previous to that, the, the um, Southern National Nationals in Louisiana was a sellout. Uh, the race in the Mugen Challenge in Pennsylvania, that was a sellout. Uh, the <laughs> PMB, uh, which was in Tennessee, that was 700 entries. People are racing. They're definitely wanting to race. And, yeah. Um, well, you know, without being kind of shut kind of being shut up and put away, you know, so to speak, the shutdowns. People are looking for things to do. Yeah. It's... And then when the kind of the, the retail world, I mean, if it had to do with outdoors this year, you sold out of it. Yeah. I mean, the, the big box stores up here sold out of swimming pools, and fishing stuff, and all the equipment. I know, yeah. uh, you know, motorcycle shops sold four-wheelers, ATVs, watercraft like crazy it had to do with outdoors because that's what you could do it sold yep and i think the uh, i think the rc industry probably seen a spike in in some sales um, it has that it's something you could just go do outside yeah a lot of things have come along at the right time in rc like uh the drag racing uh that's been something you know that's been popular people have been doing and it's something you can either do by yourself or uh, you know, with limited people and you can go test and tune by yourself outside in the street or the whatever. And that's been doing really well. A lot of, a lot of these RC things have kind of popped up that have been keeping people busy. Yep. Yeah. And that, that's kind of an interesting thing. Cause you know, it's, it's not like RC drag racing is new. It's been around for quite a long time. Yeah. Just as long as anything. <laughs> Yep, it's it's somewhat came along to uh, a little more mainstream, I guess is how you'd say it. So it's like the the dirt ovals kind of headed that way, you know. Which I was really looking forward to the race you guys were going to put on over at the, the Hobbyplex. Of course, that got you know put off for a little bit, but I know that that was a, the initial start was the trying to get it going over there. But I I was looking forward to going to that thing. So. Yeah. Next time it happens, I'll be there. Which which one were you, were you talking about? Which event did you talk about again? 
it was the Hobby Plex Oval that you ran. Oh yeah, yeah, the spring, the spring dirt oval nationals. Yeah. Yep, yep. That was uh, of course that was right in the in the midst of all the COVID stuff then. So yeah, that was. So hopefully when it comes, hopefully it'll make it come back and then I can run over and do that. So. No, I've, and we're we're actually going to run our we're going to run our winter indoor nationals this year at Hobbyplex too. That'll be in February. Um, so that schedule hasn't come out yet, but we are going to have our first race of our series at the Hobbyplex. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so we got After some. That'll yeah. Be a yeah, I think that's going to be a pretty big one. Yeah. That'll be probably about the official first big race of the year then, won't it? Yeah, it's if there's no Reedy race, uh, they'll probably do the CRC event, which is I was in Ohio. They'll probably do that, I would imagine. But then our race in uh, Omaha, that's going to be a good one. And maybe I can make it, maybe I can squeak over for that. Yeah, I, I, I think I think you would enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. I, I know Alex. I used to race with him quite a bit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Tracksaw was awesome there. So back in the back in the day, as they would say. Yeah, of course. Gotti's going over his paperwork here, trying to. Hey, Gotti's not here. I'm going over Gotti's paperwork. Oh, that's right. He's probably. Probably on Google Maps trying to map out a, a search process. For Lauren. Well, I've all planned out already what I'm going to do tonight since oh, I'm done with the podcast. i got a whole area that I'm Go going to. Go scare little kids out of their candy. Yeah, well, I've been handing out some. Matter of fact, while you guys were talking, there was a few people waving to me and stuff. They're afraid to come over. I got a bad rap in this town. But um, I've been handing out some candy. I've been throwing it to them. So, well, you're you're safe because you've been masked up for years. So that's what I'm trying to tell them. I mean, there's nothing. Nobody wanted to come in the house onto the porch, so that's why I'm out here outside the house. I set the podcast up out in the sidewalk. That way, you know, there you go. put myself out there. That way, they come over and uh, you know, not so afraid. I'm, I'm I'm a nice guy, really. I'm just after one person. Yeah, but I I, I can see why they'd be afraid of you because you're this just weirdo sitting out on this porch talking to himself. Well, they, yeah. I have a sign out front there that says podcasting in progress. Okay. Yeah, Gotti told me to put that out there. But maybe that's why they're not coming up either, because they don't want to disrupt the show. Good point. That's right. You know, important show. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So we're getting towards the end of the year, and everything's kind of changed in the industry. And do you see uh, – Anybody changing brands or anything coming into the next year? Or you think everybody's going to just settle where they're at? I think there's going to be some some changes. Uh, there usually is always something. I don't know if any of the major. Sure. I don't know if any of the the major drivers that I can think of that maybe are world champion, you know, world champions or past world champions are. Mm-hmm. Are changing, but I think we have some guys that are maybe just uh, under that or below, you know, below the radar. I guess that might might be switching brands, but I don't know. Uh, it seems like kind of a weird time 
to to switch and change sponsors. Right. And, uh, but there's probably going to be some people. Like I was a. I mean, obviously, if a contract is a contract, and if if something doesn't get renewed, you look for something else. But yeah, I wouldn't. I would. I would. If I could sit still somewhere, I probably would at this time. The way things are kind of changing around. <clears throat> yeah, you know what's globally not. As, yeah, there's. I think there's. It's just a different racing scene uh, than it, you know, maybe was ten or fifteen years ago. Things are things are a little bit different in the business. Um, so there's some new guys coming up through the ranks that I think are trying to move into maybe a a different position or become a pro pro. Uh, on the pro level, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, you know, there's going to be some, a little bit of moving and shaking. I don't think there's going to be any seismic activity, but there's going to be some pretty good stuff. Yeah. You know, speaking of the kind of the, the newcomers, the new up and comers, you know, I was down on, when I lived in Iowa, there was a lot of the kids that were, are now, you know, Tommy and the Fullers and, and, uh, Sutherland, he's kind of coming up pretty good. Um, it was kind of interesting because I was down there when they all started. Yeah. So, you know, I, I can remember because uh, Tommy, he used to run practice with my son. And I can, I can, I was working at Hobby Haven at the time. And I can remember him leaving his charging there about three times in a row, having to call up his mom or his grandmother, I think, at the time. Did Tommy leave his charger here? And now, now to see him, you know, kind of in doing what he's doing today is pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, it It really shows, you know, it kind of shows you that it can be done. You can start from, you know, being a novice racer, a, a short course racer, and you, can, and you can move up the ranks and you can and you can be a, a top level driver. Uh, obviously, you can almost say that they almost say they start as bashers because they literally would just show up to the track. You know, they have the track down there. You can run on any time. Just show up and just get dropped off and run for hours. Crash yeah. Having fun. yeah, absolutely. It can be done. You can go from, from a basher or a novice to a seasoned racer on uh, an expert level. And that's what those these guys are doing. Um, so it, it's been nice to see it that, it that it's possible and that it's happening with some Midwest drivers. Uh, you know, a little, you know, switch, I mean, it, change up, little change up. It was cool, cool to see him, you know, because you got to witness it from day one. So that was, that was pretty cool. I have to admit that. Yeah. It, and it gives you, and you can kind of see the, the progression over time and it probably, uh, yeah, you, you, you have a, you become almost like a, a supporter or a fan or, you know, you, you really hope. Uh, oh yeah. You, you want to see them do well. Yep. Well, I remember, you know, I'm standing on the stand on the stand next to uh Caden Fuller, who was about three foot tall at the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm six, four. I turned <laughs> over and tried to intimidate him just for fun. Yeah. Was hilarious. Yeah. And he's, uh, K- me. <laughs> yeah. Caden has turned into a really good driver. Um, yeah. 
and obviously Mason's been doing well for a long time yep. already. And yeah, it's, you know, but all these guys are going to hit the same point that, that a lot of people hit in this is, can you go to the next level? And can you right. be, I, I've, I've always had, I've had this theory and I, that there was probably a thousand Michael Jordans out there but only one of them could push it that far to get to be the best mm-hmm. and that dedication to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Somewhere along the line, they, they hit that peak and just couldn't take that next step. And that's, yeah. that's kind of in, in the RC, you know, everything to, to achieve greatness, you have to be able to push it to that next level. Yeah, and that's that's where a lot of these guys are at is can they make the next step? Um, and I think that it's actually the most difficult to turn that corner. Right. And we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out if 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 they can do it and they can turn into you know, it's one thing to be in the mains at a race um that is like a you know a, a a high level regional kind of event like these, you know, like they just ran the race in Myrtle beach and, and for all intents and purposes, that's a, a high level regional event. And it's one thing to be in the a main or, or be in the top five, but it's a whole nother deal to attend a, a, a world championships, a Nash, a roar nationals where it's 30 or 40 deep. And, um, you know, and, and, and be able to, uh, make some make some noise, make it happen, and I think that's where uh, that that's where you're going to see it, see the next step if they if they if they got it. Right. I mean, it's it's a it's a whole different playing field at that point. You you can go from being the top guy in your local track, and you and you you've got a down pat. You, you, when you show up, everybody knows you're going to win. Yeah. Then you have to travel somewhere else and it's not quite that way. Well, then you do a little traveling, get more experience. And all of a sudden you can go to different areas and be, be that guy, mm-hmm. but to get to a national world level to do that. That's an incredible achievement. Yeah. I mean, and I talk about that all the time. You know, the, the guys that can go race to race and they are just always in the hunt. They're always in the thick of it is absolutely amazing on their end and they're the true pros they're the guys that you can count on right they're the, they're the guys that are really the top in the business and it doesn't matter the track it, it doesn't matter the location it doesn't matter the surface you look at the results and you're like there they are again and when they're right. doing when they're doing that you know they are definitely uh they are the true pros exactly well you know and I- you got to take as if you're, you know, on the level I am, which is getting older and still having fun. And you get to looking at your car and you're thinking, man, I, if I, I could just go faster if. And then you have to sit back and go, well, no, that's not true because so and so races the exact same car, probably has less, you know, trick stuff on it than I do, and does twice as good or ten times faster than me. <laughs> so it's not the car that's making the difference. It is me that's making the difference. Absolutely. So, so people, people who are out looking at their car and just trying to buy that next big fast uh, item, 
which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I like my car to look awesome, look cool. That's part of the hobby, but it doesn't make me faster. You know, hopefully it might make me feel better, but it doesn't make me win races. Yeah. There's multiple sides to all these people. There's uh, multiple sides to the whole thing is uh, there's the fun hobby side. There's the excess accessorizing your equipment. There's just being into it from an appearance standpoint. And then there's being a good competitive or being an expert or being a pro. There's just so many different levels. Well, it's always, it's always, you know, and it's, I don't care what you race. It's my, my brother used to race motorcycles. We used to do that. It doesn't matter what you race. The people who are the, the newest into it are the people who think you can buy the win. <laughs> yeah. They don't have that. I mean, it's the truth. It always is that way. I can remember when I was racing pan cars, we used to have these guys that I'd win every weekend. And these guys would come down from another track. And like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, I'd give them my exact setup. And they would go out and just do horrible. <laughs> and so finally, it came down to the end of the season. And the guy's like, what? come on, tell me what you're doing. I go, I've been cheating. He's like, I knew it. I knew it. You're cheating all along. I knew it. <laughs> that, that satisfied him right there. I gave him my exact setup and he couldn't do it. Matter of fact, we took, we took our cars out and they, I let him drive my car. We drove around the track and we had somebody take them out, take a uh, uh, radar gun. And I was consistently down the straightaway four miles an hour faster than he was <sighs> driving the same car. Wow. So like, and he still, they still didn't learn that you got to have put some time into driving the car and not try to buy your win. Mm-hmm. Got to practice. But, I mean, obviously practice, obviously part of the hobby is, you know, the hobby side is, you know, buying the cool stuff and, you know, having the titanium parts because you personally enjoy that, but it's not necessary. I guarantee that Spencer could take a, a kit, put it together with 100% box stock items and just totally wipe me off the track. Yeah. 100% guarantee it. <clears throat> I, I, I'd bet my life savings on that one. <laughs> yep. And that's that's the, the talent. That's where the talent and the ability comes in, and that's just a part of it. Exactly. So, so for Gotti, there's still hope because he can somehow find that talent. So <laughs> I don't know about that. He, you want to check with him or he doesn't, uh, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't learn very quickly. Slow learner, slow learner, no talent. I hope he doesn't listen back to this. <laughs> he's I, just not, you're going to be in not. trouble. Now. He's not gonna let you well, back in the show. we're good friends. We, we bust each other's traps. He knows that. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was. I, I sent him a video of, of Lone Wolf today. A little. Oh, you did of a uh, Lone Wolf McQuaid. Yep, sent got you one earlier today. I'll have to check with him to see impressive. if you watched that. Yeah, yeah, my favorite, uh, you know, of course, in that movie is where he. Well, there's a lot of a lot of great scenes, but uh, they they bury him in his truck and he. And he drives the truck out of the ground. That's the classic. That, that's the classic scene. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch this movie. I mean, uh, I have to check it out myself. 
Yeah, it's, that's kind of a moody, movie that competes with you a little bit. Yeah, I don't. Uh, there's no way that it's better than my movies. Well, it doesn't have the uh, the uh, so many different versions of it, I guess. That's true. It wasn't Sequel. successful. It, what, how many Lone Wolf McQuaid movies did they do? There, one. Uh, there was one. Oh, there you go. There he goes. It didn't make anybody. Sometimes sometimes perfection only needs one, you know. Uh, we'll look at the numbers, but uh, Halloween, I'm telling you right now, we we just made a ton of money. ton of money. That's why I have the house True. that I have behind True. me there. So True. It's just writing checks with the movie. That's right. That's right. All right, well, John. Uh, well, you didn't really help me out much at all, but uh, I guess... Uh, Guess that was a good conversation about RC since that's what Gotti wanted me to talk about. Yeah, I was really happy that John called because this Michael wasn't really doing us a lot of favors. No, he was uh, he was kind of falling off the deep end there in the, the land of nowhere. Yeah, he, his his experience at RC was not helping at all. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, I apologize for that, but. Uh, this was the Halloween special, and uh, Gotti said that I would fit right in, and I thought I was. But uh, if you guys don't think so, well, screw you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no problem. Yeah. All right. Well, is that it, John, well, or do you got anything trying. else you want to say? No, no. I don't want to offend you too much, so you might come in. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to end this call right now. This is, uh, I don't know. It, it was going good, but now it's just ending badly. Are you going to go watch some uh, Halloween movies then? Maybe you can redeem yourself here um i'm probably gonna go make, make dinner because my boy keeps looking out the window at me like why aren't you coming in well, <laughs> all right well later on maybe go watch some halloween movies or something or lone wolf mcquade yep oh, the hell with there him. you go don't worry about lone wolf <laughs> all right any shout outs you want to give uh Gotti said that i'm uh ask guests to give shout outs it says here any shout outs or sponsors or anything um, well, I've always enjoyed the J Concepts product. Got it all on my car, so I enjoy that. Obviously, the tires work everywhere. Work great. Number one, Thank J Concepts. Thank you. Just also shout out to him for, for building great, you know, quality. Shows that you put a lot of effort into uh, your company when uh, the stuff just flat out works. So, Thank you. That. Thanks for and, being uh, there. And, yeah, and I and to... Everybody that I've raced with all the years, um, always enjoyed it. It's fun. Kind of the, probably the best part of racing is hanging out with everybody at the pit table. Uh, bench bench racing. Good to show up and bench race with them. So, all right. So that's always good, and uh, hopefully I'll meet you at one of the races soon. So, absolutely, yeah. Maybe a Hobbyplex or something like that. Yep. Cool. Okay. Well, you have a killer night there, John. <laughs> All right. All right. I thanks. like the pun. Good one. All right. Thanks, Michael. Thanks a lot. Uh, yeah, no problem. All right. Have a good one. So, yeah. Yep. All right. Let me figure this out here. It looks like we got somebody else that wants to join the show. I got to figure this out. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Well, look at this. Oh, oh, there we go. Holy moly. Who's this? Harvey. Harvey. <laughs> do i know you hey I, hey how are we framed in here uh michael that looks I, great that looks great man i want looks people good. to see my face oh i see it yeah yeah that looks good yeah sal did that you know 
threw a little bit of acid on me. Oh man, <laughs> that acid, man! I used it one time when I killed somebody. It was pretty, pretty good. <laughs> Not sure if you've seen my movies, Michael. Uh, what? Uh, you have to remind me again. Uh, <laughs> I only watch Halloween movies. To be honest with you. Yeah, it's on a loop. That. I put them on a loop. I go right through the line, and then I start over again all the time. So, uh, how's the show been going? It looks like a, a clown show here, like one of them PNB races. <laughs> hey, uh, you, got, uh, you got a Jay Concept shirt on there? Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, hey, I'll tell you what I did, Michael. I I flipped my coin, and uh, is it going to be a Jay Concept shirt or Proline? Oh, <laughs> I know about Proline. Gotti told me all about Proline, but uh. Yeah, that's good that you got a J Concept shirt. That's very nice. I got yeah. my RC. They're number one in RC, by the way. That's what I hear. That's yeah. what I hear. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what movie again for the people <laughs> listening on audio version? I'll, I'll let you Google that. All right. Well, we'll have to Google it. So, anybody listening to the audio version will have to Google that and check out what movie <laughs> Harvey's from. You look good with those earphones on. Yeah, well, you know, I this is what uh, I was supposed to wear, Gotti told me. I didn't want to mess up my hair too much earlier. My hair was all over the place like this. But, yeah. You know, it looks good. So how many people have you killed, uh, Harvey? Oh, I lost count. I, lost <sighs> count. I doubt it's more than me, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know. I'm the ultimate killer. Yeah. Absolutely. I saw a couple of you guys uh, in my neighborhood today riding around in cars, you know, imposters. Imposters, I know. This is pathetic, man. I, I talked to my lawyer about that, actually. Uh, we got we got some things coming down the pipeline for those people. Yeah. The, the pipeline. Well, we, yeah, we, we've gone too long here without talking RC, uh, which I, I know Gotti's known for that. Um, so I, <laughs> I wanted to bring something up here. Maybe Jason has a little insight on I'm sorry, Lone Wolf. Lone Wolf. Lone Wolf. Uh, Lone, Lone Wolf McQuaid, very knowledgeable in RC, though. By the way. Yeah. Um, you know, not like me. <laughs> I'm just learning. But uh, how about these uh, these fake accounts going around of the pro drivers? Mm -hmm. Fake accounts. Oh yeah, it's What's taking the... Facebook by storm. Wow, I didn't know this. To be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if it's probably somebody that's just a little. You know, that is in the RC. Maybe they're just doing it, you know, just kind of to, despite, you know, some of the, the racers or something. I think they're just having some fun, is my guess. Are they? Yeah. It, it seems all a little too convenient that it would be RC racers. Yeah, mm. I agree. So it's obviously somebody that's probably in the, in the business that's just kind of pranking certain people and um i don't know well let me ask you this let me ask you this before you go any further i had a lot of people make fake accounts of my name and then they went around uh you know saying bad things and making it look like i'm saying it they're not doing that are they no uh, i'm no. not familiar with that but there was a fake uh a jason rona account at one time wasn't there yeah oh. yeah oh yes yep and it looks like right now we got a fake Rivkin, a fake Drake. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a fake Alex Hagberg. Okay. Yeah. 
Is this on, on Facebook you're talking about now? Yeah, yeah. So what are they doing? Like, what are they saying? They're, right? uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you. It's funny. You'll, you'll see these no-name drivers uh, post and say, hey, all of a sudden Spencer Rivkin has to be my friend. And, and all these other pro drivers, what did I do to deserve this? <laughs> oh, so that's how you know. Because uh, well, yeah, I mean, from Joe Schmo. Yeah, but but not only that, but uh, I, I think they're coming out and letting people know, like, uh, they're, they're, they're putting a screenshot of the account up and saying, hey, guys, don't accept this request. Uh, yeah. I gotcha. Okay. That's what I do. Absolutely. I told Spencer, uh, I sent a message to Spencer. I said, um, you need to look into getting that blue check. The verified. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's on Instagram. Apparently, these these guys are attacking Instagram too. Well, I gotta tell you what, that's brutal to get the blue check mark. I've been going through, I've been jumping through hoops trying to get that done. <laughs> Nine movies, and you can't get one. Well, it's uh, it's very difficult. I gotta actually, I have a whole list of uh, qualifications and demands that they want before they give me a blue check here. Um, it's pretty difficult actually, but yeah, they should look into it uh, and get verified. That'd be a great idea. That's what I'm doing. So, uh, um, yeah, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, Randy Edgar says, I had fake Mayfield try to friend me a few days ago. Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. Don't accept and then uh, report it. That's the thing to do. Right. So, you know know it's fake if the pro driver is coming to you for a friend request. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say that, but. Well, it's, uh, it's not anything. They have public accounts, right? I mean, they have their own pri- like public figure accounts. Yeah. So why, so why would they go around friend requesting people? You know what I mean? You just go there and get the updates. Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's it. That's what I tell my friends. So. Yeah, Jason. Uh, what did you do with your account, Jason? Did you get it taken down? Uh, Lone Wolf. I'm sorry, Lone Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I think I just. I just told people that it was fake and I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what happened. It just, did it go away? I don't even know. Uh, I have to ask Jason. I will say I have a little bit of experience with this. I, I was a real dummy uh, about seven years ago and uh, thought I'd be ahead of the game here and create an account for my son. Right. Cause some of that stuff is, uh, you know, people get the name and stuff like that. But anyway, Somehow I got hacked because I left it alone for a couple years, and uh, I cannot get that thing back. Oh my god! They make it near impossible. So no. make sure you got secure passwords and and two step verification and two step. That's right. Yeah, that's what I got. Good job, Michael. Yep. Yep. Uh, John Bolton so- says hi to Randy. So we got people in here saying hi to the, the people in the chat. Okay. Michael, were you in Minnesota? No, we talked about this earlier. I wasn't uh, wasn't there. Okay. Because I read on a, a, a boy's Instagram account, he was carried off in a stretcher. Yep. Ooh. So, <laughs> thought you might have been there. Oh, no, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. Okay. Uh-oh. He didn't have any impact on that. Who was it now? Uh, Brock, Brock Champlin. Oh, he's carried off on a stretcher. And he yeah. won the race, still, did he not? Wait, what yeah. happened to him? I didn't do. I didn't do anything to him. Nope, that, that was, was none of your doing. 
So a stretcher? Please explain. Well, um, do I need to tell you Engadi or? <laughs> yeah, listen, most people that, uh, uh, you know, I come across, they end up in a stretcher. They're not coming back to win a race. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. Well, yeah, he got, he, he, uh, he hurt himself term marshalling and we oh. had to take him to the emergency. He was, he came off on a stretcher and we, uh, brought him to the emergency and he ended up being okay. But, uh, you know, they had x-rays and everything like that and he ended up being okay. He came back the next day. He had crutches, but he ended up still winning both classes at the race. So athletes. these guys are athletes. Yeah, I was going to say that wasn't the old, uh, Paul Pierce, LeBron James trick. Was it there? No, this is the, uh, the warrior mentality. Uh, okay. Pretty uh, crazy. So he wasn't uh, faking it just to, you know, get everybody all riled up and stuff. No, I think I think he had a, he definitely had a, a serious injury. You know, I was over there at the emergency with him. We also had a, there was a doctor at the race. Just so happened a doctor was racing. He was all over it, and he um, uh, was helping the situation. And yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty serious there for for a few hours, and then once he got the X rays, he didn't actually have a no fracture so uh yeah it went it went pretty well i tell you what After it wasn't that. dr loomis was it all right I, I can't stand that guy let me tell you all right uh yeah that one time i i tell you what one time i broke my the thing is he got x-rays you said right mm-hmm. well the one time i broke my arm i was chasing somebody and i broke my arm and they and they put a cast they put a cast up to here and my my arm was still in pain. I was trying to trying to stab people and I couldn't. And here here it was my elbow that was broken. I kept saying, "Look, it's still in pain." Here was my elbow. So they had to bring the cast all the way up here, and then I felt better afterwards. <laughs> how did uh, how how did Rodney Dangerfield do it? My arm, it's oh, yeah, broken. Oh, yeah. oh, it's broken. Broken. I yeah. can't move it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna need a substitute. Oh, what a pain! I went to this. To, Cheap ass hospital here in Haddonfield. I had to go to another hospital, and they they got it all corrected, and I was back to stabbing in no time. But yeah, it was hurting every time, you know, like like this, you know. Oh, got a lot of pain. Huh. Anyway, that you're so, able to get through it. So Brock Champlin came back, and then he wins the whole thing. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody will ever be able to say that. Yeah, he must be really good. He was well, very Mayfield. good. Mayfield, uh, where Mayfield at? He wasn't at the race, but oh, okay. Why are you in that All right, where you gotta go? Oh, <laughs> uh, I hear a kid there in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kids should be in bed. All right, what else we got? Anything there? What else you got there, caller? <laughs> Uh, what else we got? Um, you got any questions for Lone Wolf? Huh. Yeah. What do you think of this stock racing today, Jason? It, it gets a lot of hate. <laughs> but, you know, there's no there's no fixing it. There really isn't. I mean, I was talking to, you know, I, may, I went to uh, Myrtle Beach, and there were some people there. We talked about stock racing. 
And it seems like everybody uh, struggles with the work involved and the money involved, but they all say the same thing. Uh, at their local track, they have no other choice but to run stock if they want to race other cars. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. It's something that's. It's always here. Um, I think that everybody would be better off if they were just to eliminate stock. You eliminate seventeen five. You eliminate all these classes. I think it would be better off in the end. And now, if you wanted to separate by skill level, I think that would be okay, similar to what's done in Nitro. But we kind of have this system. The The problem that I have right now with 17.5 is there's no entrance to get into racing because you have people racing down into 17.5 that are better than they probably should be for that class. There's no, um, they're, they're not, they're not getting out of it. And so, and, and the issue with the whole thing is, you know, there's always the question is, you know, are people running legal equipment and the, 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 you know, the power and all the technical stuff that, that it requires to, to have it and to race it, uh, just wouldn't be necessary if you just let it be unlimited, like modified, where you'd run, you know, and you let people have too much power, and then it's about the control, and you run as much power as you feel that it's going to take for you to be competitive. So, the the stock thing, I think, in my opinion, is just I don't know. It's just it's something that I think is just not really needed, but. For some reason, it's the largest class. So there's obviously something that people like about it. And maybe it's all the, the people that are attracted to racing want to mess with all the details and they like to be into all the, the technical side of stock and charging and motors and batteries and all that. They like enjoy that side of it. So I don't... I don't, I don't know if there's really a fix to it other than as long as you're going to limit the power for somebody, there's always going to be these questionable things as wondering if people are cheating or if they uh, are, are legal. So, and that, that's what's nice about the eight scales and the nitro is it's just separated by different classes of skills, supposedly, and not so much about the motor in um, so that's kind of where I am with the whole thing. I know that, I know that, um, you know, we have all these classes. I mean, now we just, I mean, at the masters of dirt, they had more classes than I think I've ever seen at, at any race. Uh, they've, you know, I've never seen 40 plus four wheel drive. Uh, they have an open two wheel drive. You could really go there. If you're a 40 plus racer, you could run three classes with a two wheel buggy. Um, actually, well, if you wanted to run stock too, you, you, <laughs> you could run more than that, but a modified two wheel, you could run open 40 plus, and you could run, you know, just regular two wheel mod expert or pro or whatever. Um, you could run that too. So they had no, um, they had every class in the book there, uh, that, you know, plus made up a few new ones. Yeah. But, shaggy. Yeah the, the, yeah, the mini, the mini, uh, the mini uh, truggies. So they had everything there. 
which is obviously all about entries. You know, you, you add all these classes and people can double, triple up, go four classes and you get more, you get more people, get more entries. That's what a lot of it is about. I mean, when you look at the numbers these days, uh, typically it's half as many drivers as there is entries, you know, so you look at, you know, if there's 350 entries, it's almost guaranteed that half, it's half that many actual Mm. individuals Mm. racing. So, uh, so that's a pretty common number I see. Usually it's a little under the actual amount of people is usually a little under half. I think I can't remember what they actually ended up with at that masters, but I thought it was like a hundred. Was it 140? Yeah. 148, I think or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, and they had about a 350 entry race, right. It was about 350 yeah. entries. Yeah. So they're a little bit under there. So, so you're, you're adding all these things to have, to give people more opportunities because nobody wants to, you know, take a, a loss. You know, everybody wants to win something or feel they have, that they can be competitive. And, you know, we, we have the same type of classes at our races too, because I think there is a certain amount of it that is, you want to be able to race in a class of people that you feel is similar to yourself so that, you're not out there either in the way or embarrassing yourself and, or whatever the case may be. You know, there's no, there's no sense to be to race two wheel mod pro or expert when you're three three laps slower than, you know, these guys, it just doesn't really make any sense. So it is nice to have the other classes from that standpoint, whether they need to be 17, five or 13, five, I don't know that that really even matters. I mean, the, the part that I think is crazy is all this drag racing, and now they have a 13.5 drag racing class. I thought that oh. was the dumbest the dumbest thing because I'm like, so you take the thing that people are going to worry about power the most, and you're yeah. going to go ahead and, and make a 13.5 where people are going to, I was going to be questioning the power every single race. It's going to be over and over again. I saw a video the other day where they guy, um, he had to take the motor out of his car or something. They did a... Um, like a buy rule or a claim rule, or I forget what it was, but um, I'm just like, you know, it was perfect before it was overpowered. If you want to have another class, don't do it by power, do it by something else, but um, do do it by realism or scale or something. But uh, I just, I I think it, I mean, just the race we had over the weekend at uh, in Minnesota, they had technical inspection afterwards and there was, there was questions. There's always questions. And I, I just, I just think it could all be eliminated. If everybody just had the same, had too much power, then you just run whatever you need to, to feel right. So. Yeah. I, I just, there, there was questions in Myrtle beach too. There was some drama. Yeah. yeah there always is. It's every single time. And you know how much drama there is in modified zero. It's like there's never any drama. They, you know, when you bring your car to tech, half the time they don't even care. They're just like, they're like, well, yeah, we know, you know, nothing's going on in this class. They don't care. But uh, I, I think you pretty much hit it on the head, and, and you've touched on this before. Is with the with the stock racing, uh, it's the class where you can buy speed. Yeah. You can buy the hot motor of the week. You can buy the bearings. You can buy the batteries. Mm-hmm. and um people that's, like that yeah that's paul's paul's theory is yeah. he feels like 
Um, it's it is the class that you feel that you can buy uh, buy speed, and 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 I and I think he's right. That's that's something that people like about it. Um, so. I don't think it's going away. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's going away. Yeah. I think, unfortunately, um, it's not. The, the The part that I am frustrated with is there's no entry level class for people because that used to be entry level. You know, if you raced a local event or something, the the more experienced, the better drivers raced modified, and the uh, the newer guys raced stock, and that's the way it was. Um, and we, we talked about earlier today that, you know, how it was in the nineties, uh, at national events, uh, you know, we had pros or back then they weren't pros cause I don't think they were paid drivers, but they're experts running stock at the roar nationals, but we only had three classes. So what they did was once a year, they would race stock at the roar nationals and not everybody did it, but I remember the year Kyle Reed he was third at the worlds. Then he raced the nationals in Savannah and he won stock and he won modified at the same race, yeah. I believe. So, um, but That's yeah, it's like the rest, like the rest of the year, he never even ran it. You know, it's like, he just ran that one race. Um, and I remember when, uh, and these were the guys that back then, uh, it was actually the Losi guys. I remember, uh, like when Jack Johnson raced stock truck, and Ron Rossetti, Gil Losey Jr., Kyle Reed. That was kind of the main Losey team back then. When they raced stock in stock truck, that was the first time I heard people like overcharging their batteries, charging them at high amps and all that stuff. I remember a guy saying they like turned on the car, like the real car, rental car, and they charged directly off the car or something. <laughs> I forget exactly how it worked. But I remember being at that race and – I remember one guy cheated intentionally just to see if he was faster than one of the low C stock guys running truck. He put seven cells in his truck to see if he could actually have more power. And they still got passed on the straightaway by one of the, uh, one of the hot shoe drivers. Yeah. After the race, he, you know, he just said, Hey, I'm, I'm illegal, but I just wanted to see what would happen during my race. (laughs) So it was kind of funny, but so uh, so back, back then with stock, what was the tech like? Uh, well, they had a handout motor. They went. That's to. right. That's right. So they went to where you like say you want like and uh, Michael's friend Gotti was a big part of that. Where they would sell, uh, you know, they would they would sell Trinity motors to the race or to the track that they could use as the handout and. Everybody used the same motor, supposedly. And uh, they they were allowed to, you know, maybe change the brushes and springs and that type of thing. And uh, But it had to go through a tech at some point, or it had to be show that it was marked the can and the embell or however they did it. And so that was like, back then it was like, if you signed up for stock, it was like, you know, the entry fee for mod, let's just say the entry fee for mod was... 35 or 40 dollars you know they would add another 25 or 30 and you'd come with a stock motor for Uh the race and that's how they did it because of the cheating um they it got to the point where you know back then guys would open up the motors and they would i forget whatever they call their crank the timing 
you know, there was some way you could, you know, turn the motor and crank the timing. And I mean, when I, when I, when I was racing, I was a kid, I didn't want any part of that. I, I moved to modified as soon as I could, because I was like, I just felt like if you wanted to be somebody uh, and you wanted to, you wanted to race modified, not stock. I mean, the same goes to the, for the Reedy race, you know, it's the same thing, but you know, people were talking to me about the open class at the Reedy race. And I was like, you know, now when people win the open class at the Reedy race, they think they won the worlds. And back mm-hmm. when I raced, all we cared about was running invite. We we're like, all we want to do is be an invite. You know, we, we would reluctantly run the open class because it was like, all right, well, I didn't qualify for invite. And then as soon as you got an invite, you're like, oh, I, don't, I don't ever want to get him come out. I, I'm, I'm an invite guy. And uh, huh. so it's just kind of a different mindset these days. The guys that stay in stock and run stock forever, they're just out there, you know, getting these wins. And, uh, you know, you know we, Paul calls them or I call them career stock guys that just run stock forever. They won't get out of it. And, um. So that makes it that makes it a little frustrating to watch from the outside looking in. So just because, eliminate it completely. Well, you, you could you could go to a, a, a system. Of, yeah, they can all race modified then, right? Well, you could go to a system based off a of skill level, not based off of the the power. Uh, if you wanted to go that route, and it, to me, it would take all the the the, the cheating, the guesswork, the you know, accusations, it would take everything out of it and it would be so much easier, but it, but that's not the popular thing right now. The popular thing is to run more of these classes where they're limiting the motor. And uh, for some reason, the people that are into it, they like that side of it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just if we look back, what, a couple years ago, uh, 13.5 four wheel wasn't really a big thing, right? No, I think we, I saw it somewhere or did we create it? Yeah, I, I think, remember. I think it was one of your races. And I remember Ron sure saying, this is going to be the next big class. Mm-hmm. And, and it and, is. Yeah. It, 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 uh, you know, we've had races where the biggest class was 13, five, four wheel. And honestly, who, who did I talk, um, you know, when I talk to Paul and he says that he's driven some people's cars, especially on carpet, 17.5 or 13.5, and he's like, you know, he's like, the reason guys like this is because it's easy. <laughs> he's like, he goes, I'm just wide open. He goes, I drive their car. He goes, it's wide open everywhere. He goes, I'm full throttle. And uh, so people like it. Huh. It, it is the most, I mean, I, we've been to many races, 13.5, four-wheel is the biggest class. I want to say maybe Arizona or uh, hobby action is one of the areas that is, I was does really well in 13, five, four wheel, uh, but it, it's, it's good everywhere. It, it's just, uh, you can, it's very tough to run racing now and have a legitimate modified class at a, a club level or a regional level uh, event or a series level event. And modified, there's definitely the fewest amount of entries in that class. You mentioned uh, drag racing, and, and there's some Italian kid down there in Myrtle Beach said he's getting ready to go to a drag RC drag race that's paying like, I mean, it was thousands of dollars. I can't remember the number. Mm-hmm. 
So these yeah. guys, it seems like this is a regular thing. These guys racing for money. Why is that so easy to do in drag racing and not off road? Well, well, I guess one thing in drag racing is there is one class. the The event that the events that I've been to, the way they do it is, you set up. Let me see if I got this right. You, they set up the track, and then you can sign up for test and tune. So say it's like $25 to sign up for test and tune. And then they'll start racing later in the day. But so there's test and tune for like three or four hours and that costs like $25. And then there's the racing side of it, which for another additional 10 or $15, um, you can actually sign up for the race. So, so you go there, the idea is you go there, you pay your $25, you test and tune for several hours, you get your stuff where you want it, then you start the race, which is an additional 10 or $15, you run the race, and then I think they take all this money together and cut a certain percentage to the people doing the event, and then the rest goes to the payout based off of the entries in those classes. So, But there's only a few classes. There's at most of this stuff. Sometimes they'll only run the, 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 you know, the street eliminator or the pro street stuff. Sometimes they'll only run those classes and then they combine all the money together. And sometimes they'll do a, a top three payout. Sometimes they'll do a, a, a top payout. Um, they'll do a, you know, first and second, or, you know, they'll figure out a, a, a percentage they're going to, they're going to give to uh, as for the payout. But, you know, the reason it doesn't work for an off-road uh, race, if you're talking, say we're talking about Beach RC, because they have to give all the money back to the racer. Um, you know, if you are if you have a track that you own as a business, you can't give all the money back to the racer uh, because you have a facility, you have costs, and you got the power on, and everybody's... Whereas if you're just setting up in a borrowing somebody's parking lot somewhere and they set up an event in a parking lot there is you know um, they don't have the overhead of the of the building and all this type of thing so uh, they're able to kind of you know set up their timing system they set up a, a center line sometimes an outside border uh, they rock and roll with the race they take whatever it is 10 or 15 percent for themselves for running the event and then they pay the racers back uh, uh -huh. insert some system back to the racer. Um, Has anybody done that in off-road besides, uh, I know Gotti, or uh, sorry, Michael, was it Whippoorwill or, or that oval track? Didn't they pay out? Uh, there's, there's been payouts before. Um, I mean, like the the you know Sean Harding, he's got payouts on oh, his snap true. on his snap hard on his snap hard series. He does some payouts. Uh, it, it's it's not you don't get the the money that they talk about in drag racing because um, of all the classes. You know, I think the issue with trying to do a payout race especially the way Sean has it is he's got a lot of different classes like we all do, but uh, then you have first, second and third. What do you do there? You know, do you pay only the winner? Do you have to you know, pay down the third? 
and then he's obviously got to take something for his time for doing the whole series. And he's got awards. I think he's got awards at every race. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised that when he does those races, by the time he does it all, he probably doesn't make any money. Um, but he's borrowing somebody's track for the weekend. He doesn't have his own track. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think in the the other part about it is, I don't think I think in drag racing people have the opinion at the moment that they're the fast guy and that they're going to win this big money pot. Whereas, uh, because there's a lot of unknowns, you you can beat anybody. It's like the monster truck racing in a way like there's sometimes you can beat anybody and there you can lose to anybody depending on how your your run goes and i think people are willing to gamble on that a little bit more they're able to say hey you know what i like this for my 15 or 20 dollars that i got into this um you know they're they're willing to do it i think if you told people i think it wouldn't be as popular in say two-wheel modified racing because um the you know, well, first of all, it, that's probably not the the best example, but two wheel modified. I think you you would run out of guys. You you wouldn't have as it wouldn't be as deep. Yeah. Of people putting money into it, you know, like if if you had to, I think what you'd have to do is you'd have to have a track that you didn't. It wasn't a business. If you ran like maybe had an outdoor track somewhere and you wanted to have an event where you did a huge, you did a payout to the racers. And I think it would work best in like 17.5 because those guys are a little Mm. more, uh, I think, apt to do that type of thing. So if you had a track that you weren't paying for, that it was essentially borrowed, it was, you know, in a park or something like that, and you wanted to have a payout stock race. So you told everybody, uh, you know, you come in and, and pay, and they, you did a payout for the top three. I'm sure it would work, uh, but I don't know. I, I'm not sure. We've always talked about, you know, whether we do RC for the money or not. Uh, as far as the racing, is it is it a money thing? It's real popular in, of course, in drag racing at the moment to to win some money. But I still don't think that's the reason they do it. I think guys would still be doing it. Yeah. If it, if it wasn't, you know, without the cash payouts, I think guys would still be doing it just because they like it. Yeah. Uh, so I don't really know if, um, if that's getting them anywhere, having these cash payouts because realistically only a couple guys win it anyway. So, uh, you know, I've, I've told a couple guys, you know, they'll, they'll send me and be bragging a little, Hey, I won again. I won my 300 bucks. And I'm like, I go, but you realize the more and more that you do this, the less and less people are going to want to race you. Mm. So it's going to end at some point because people are going to say, well, I don't win at this. So why do I want to participate in it and just keep giving this other guy money? So I think that could eventually, you know, hurt the whole thing. You have to figure out a little better system uh, that rewards everybody. Uh, or has the possibility to reward somebody different, you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the answer is. I, I just don't know if I'm a RC racer for money. I think it's a nice bonus, but yeah. um, 
I just always feel like the amount of money that you can win RC racing really never stacks up to the amount of money you have to spend to do. <sighs> so to me, it's like, what's the point? Like, I'm like, if you're to win 300 bucks a one time in a year, you won 300 bucks. To me, it's like, well, you spent thousands to do it. So it's yeah. like, what's really kind of the difference? It's it's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, now, so, you still awake over there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that works, me, guys. Hey, hey you get ball. a kick out of this. So, so you know, I like to listen to some of these conversations when you're at the beach, uh, these big races, I should say. And uh, it never fails. Uh, you always hear a couple guys saying, man, I brought $2,000 down here and it's gone. <laughs> or, or, or they'll say, you know, uh, my credit card, I got to pay that off here soon. It's up to five grand to get ready for this thing. Oh, it's I mean, this isn't this is a, a hobby. I mean, I, I'm right there with some of these people, but I, thankfully, I'm able to pay it off. But it's an addictive, it's an addictive hobby, you know. I mean, it, it, it's something people love, and you know, they'll spend money and not think twice. But you know, that's any hobby, though, right? Yeah. And I mean, one thing that I was going to make a Facebook post about one day was I find it a little ironic that guys that tell me that they don't race off road anymore is because it's not on dirt and that it's the cars change too rapidly or whatever the the popular excuse might be at the moment that I see them drag racing uh, because I go, okay, wait a second here. So the one thing you didn't like about off-road is it wasn't on dirt, so drag racing is not on dirt. And two, you don't. You, there's too much tire prep in off-road now. So they said, oh, I didn't like it because I had to do much so much work to tire prep. It's like, well, okay, so for drag racing, they're heating their tires with tire warmers. They're doing the sauce before they're racing. They're burning them in. They're, yeah. um, they're doing burnouts. Uh, they're cleaning them afterwards. And it's like, okay, so now there's your tire prep. Uh, so then it's like, all right, well, the, the cars change too rapidly. Well, it's like, well, all right, well, I've already seen you have four different drag cars. Mm. You, you've, you know, the, there's a carbon fiber chassis of the week uh, for the drag racing. And so what I'm seeing is it's more about, and this comes back to why we have so many classes, it's more about having a chance feeling that you have a chance to, to, win. To, to win or be successful than it is actually about the money for a lot of the, the racers. When they figure out that they no longer have a chance to be fast or be competitive is when they lose interest. And so wise, this guy, Michael, so wise. So he's a, he's a genius. So, so you get, <laughs> when you get into drag racing, the reason they're doing all the same things they're doing they're they got four different chassis they got all the tire prep they got all the magical tire warmers they got Not to everything. mention the testing before right i mean these oh, guys yeah. gotta be multiple runs probably yeah the, the thing about drag racing is you can do it a lot you can you can do some tests and tune at your house or in the street or you you can do a little bit of and i think that's kind of the, the advantage of it honestly is you don't have to go to the track to actually drive it um you can do some things uh, prepping uh, yourself for that, which is good. But so what, what you see is you see these guys using things as an excuse to get out of something 
But really the reason they're getting out of it is because they feel like they've topped out or they're no longer competitive in that particular one. So they're moving into something else. And what's funny is they're using all the tricks and the things they've learned during off-road racing or touring car racing. They're using that in drag racing. So huh. um, it's kind of funny because that's uh, it's it's kind of funny that you'll see these guys doing it. And and now that you know, if they're competitive and they're doing well in drag racing, it, it's no longer too much work. All of a sudden, it, oh, it's just a part of the game. Now it's a part of the game. Uh, but they're successful doing it, so that's that's why it's acceptable. So um, it's interesting uh, yeah. to to kind of to kind of look at all that. Uh, but you know, the, yeah. as far like the cost standpoint, you're just never going to. What what I've noticed is people overdo it uh. because they can't help themselves when it comes to the point of winning or being successful or they can't help themselves not overdo it. And they will, they will spend what it takes. Like we said, they'll spend what it takes as long as they feel they are competitive or have a chance to win. And that's why people's credit cards are 2000 or 5,000 or they brought $2,000. It's because they're overdoing it. And um, if you really kind of went to the basic bone, you know, the the bare bones uh, of the whole thing, you wouldn't have to spend all that, but there, it, it really comes down to the people that are doing it are, are motivated that way. And I think that's just, it's, it's something that in people's personality, they can't, they will, they will do what it takes in their means to feel like they have a chance to win. And, and that's why the, the costs be, you know, the, they add up like that, but yeah. you can do it. You can do it on a budget. I've seen people do it. I've seen people be successful doing it. Uh, and I, you know, when I ran at uh, beach RC, uh, last December, I ran one set of tires the whole time I was there. I ran, uh, I think I just, I just run 40. I think only, I only ran 40 plus, but I ran one set of tires in practice. I ran in, I ran them all through racing. I just let them get bald um, as I ran, and they get turned in the slicks. And by the time I was running, uh, you know, qualifiers in the mains, they were they were just right. But I was I kind of do stuff sometimes just to see what you can actually do uh, yeah. without you know you know a lot of the guys will say they'll have a bad run, they'll come back and go, oh my tires got too soft on me. That's why I had a bad run, and they they make themselves believe all these things that. Uh, so they feel they still have a chance and then they'll, Oh yeah, I got fresh tires now. I'll sand them all in. And you know, now my stuff's not too soft and they'll go out and run and then they'll make themselves happy about that. And, and, and that, but that's, that's how the, the progression of the spending more money or, or it's like, Oh, that battery didn't feel good to me. That run or that motor didn't feel good to me. And boom, new motor, new battery. Yeah. And then they're right back out there again. And, uh, <laughs> and so, it's it's tough i mean it's like when uh uh last year there wasn't a roar nats in 2020 but two nine, 2019 i mean drayton style his two-wheel buggy at that race couldn't have been a more stock b6 that thing huh. had steel turnbuckles on it 
Uh, it was the most stock. It had a white. He had a white body, I believe, and not even a paint job. And of course, he had, uh, you know, good <laughs> good backing with his electronics. But the the car itself was couldn't have been more stock. It's funny. I was, and he uh, has a wheel, and the, the kid was a wheel. He's an awesome yeah. modified driver. He was. Uh, he TQ'd the Reedy race in the Open class a few years ago, and he's racing wow. stock at the Nationals, and and he was awesome. Hmm. I was flipping through a magazine here, old magazine, and uh, I was trying to find a J Concepts ad, and they they have an advertiser index back here, but there's not one in this issue, but. Just out of coincidence, uh, it's going to be backwards. Probably. Oh, hold on, hold but can on. Can you now. read this? I think I could bring this up here. Here we go. Wow! Look at, Look at this. Stock class reinvented. Mm-hmm. Let me let me read this here real quick. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Jason. Easy. Jason, probably give us some more info. Budget modified motors have been around forever, but their impact on the racing scene has been invisible until the adoption of the nineteen-turn spec class which may just be the future of stock racing. What ended up happening is they made two classes. They ended up having a, a 27 turn and a 19 turn class and modified that it's like what we have today with yeah. 17, five, 13, five and modified. So 19 became sort of the in-between class. Hmm. Um, it, it, it's, um, None of that stuff works. It just adds classes. It doesn't necessarily help help the business. Oh, that's probably why. You probably didn't advertise an RC car. I don't think we did that one. No. Probably just RC car action. Let's see here. I think we did, at the time, we did RC car action. Well, probably I'd say in the 2010-2011 area, we did RC car action. I think we did extreme magazine a little bit at one point yeah extreme was big yeah we got an extreme here yep the old uh low cbk2 yeah look at that look at that yeah that's back oh, when man. pudge was back oh, hold on pudge. hold on now hold on wow look at this that's, that's actually pudge jeez look look at that. ryan uh ryan cavalieri wow back in the trinity day that's when uh Gotti worked there probably most likely. Yeah. Wow, that's an what 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 uh, issue is that? What year is that? This is uh February oh four. February two thousand four. Wow. Yeah, it's it's showing him that because he won the two thousand three world, so that was probably You won't see this stuff anymore. Oh, hold on now. There we go. You won't see that stuff anymore. That was oh. Extreme magazine. They were pretty that's, famous uh, for adding the girls. Remember the hot bodies? Hot bodies ads? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember them. I do. <laughs> oh, my God, he used to show me those ads back in the day. <laughs> You're talking about yeah. money. Let me, t- let, me, uh, let me check something here. I got to check my bank balance quick here to see what I got. <laughs> hey, hold on. You're talking about all these guys spending money. I'm a big saver. There's a lot of people that don't uh, realize that, but Michael's a big saver. A lot of it comes from my royalties in the movie. Oh, you never leave the house. Right. That too. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. I can't get the... Can't get uh, the they don't have an index in here. I really want to see a JC ad. 
Oh, you want it? An old one. Oh, yeah. What's uh, what's the first ad ever uh, there, Lone Wolf? The, what do you mean the first ad ever? When uh, what year was it in the car action? Was it car action or RC? What what magazine did you have there? That was uh, Extreme RC. Oh, Extreme RC. Yeah. Does uh, J Concepts have uh, the very first advertisement they ever did up on the wall? At J. Yeah, Concepts? yeah. No. Oh. Oh, okay. Remember, God, he said Trinity did. Uh, <laughs> let's check my balance here. Uh, available balance is $12,617,290. <laughs> there we go. $12 million. That's all I got in the bank right now. Good. Uh, you're good. I'm I can... a good favor. Sir. Well, hey, uh, you need to open an RC track then. Yeah. Well, that might be something up here I might be able to do in Haddonfield. Best way to make a mil- to make a couple million dollars in RC. What is the joke? Something like uh, that. Spend a million. Uh, make a million. I forget. Yeah, something like start with a large fortune and uh, yeah. You want to you want to make a million in RC? Spend five million. Is that how it goes? Something like that. All right, Harvey Dent. Yeah, that's who. That's who's calling us, Jason. Harvey Dent from uh, Batman. Mm-hmm. The former district attorney of Gotham City. Uh, famous quote by Harvey, which I really like. Harvey, wanna wanna? What's your famous quote there? You either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh, that's a great quote you have there, Harvey. I cannot find it. Cannot find one. Yeah, I appreciate you joining the show. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. You got anything else? I appreciate you having me on here. Yeah, that's a been great that you called that. It's awesome. Appreciate it. it's a night of villains. Yeah, villains, and then you got one guy Except over there trying to be a freaking hero. <laughs> I'm well, a hero. Yeah. You have any uh, Harvey? Do you race then? So you race and stuff like that. You race RC cars. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So, you have any shout outs you want to give? Uh, any? Do you, have, do, you, do you listen to? We're doing a podcast here. Do you listen to any RC podcast yourself? Just this one right here. One of the five five fans. One of the five. That's okay. Well, God, he said he had about nine. But all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's not another RC podcast out there that you may listen to. Uh, not another one. No. No. Uh, Oh, hey, that remind- one last thing. I-, I know you're wanting to wrap it up here, Michael. Did you happen to see uh, – I think this is pretty big news. I don't know if you guys have covered it yet. Did you happen to see the JQ video on YouTube? No. What is it okay. about? Well, so, you know, I'm a big RC fan, and okay. I find the time to consume a lot of this stuff. And uh, he broke all the YouTube rules. This video was 40 minutes long. And uh, basically, what I've gathered is he's going to try to be a YouTube celebrity with the number one goal being to uh, outperform Ryan Harris. Who, who's this now? Uh, you tell me. So, so he's outperform Michael Myers? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. I'm the top of the top. I mean, anybody that wants to try and outperform anybody, it's me, man. You got to try and outperform me. Yeah. You heard my bank account, twelve million dollars, man. <laughs> so right. just so what he does in this video, uh-huh. he watches all the current YouTube uh, channels, and uh, he basically he, he's actually pretty nice. 
being it's JQ, he, he picks him apart a little bit, and then uh, he leaves leaves you off with uh, he's going to make the ultimate engine tuning video, oh. and uh, there's a secret to it, and nobody in these videos has given the secret, but he's going to give you the secret. Wow, so well, that's nice. I'm not even sure if that company's still around. Uh, he, he says in the video he's been fired as a driver, but uh, I just really haven't heard a lot of JQ. It was a hotbed around here. You used to see these shirts everywhere, and uh, it's just silently kind of disappeared. Well, how do we watch this video? It's on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, there we go. J, 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 uh, JQ, you said. Yeah, JQ. Okay. Well. Yeah, it's too long. One well, didn't see it. I didn't see it, so we can't really say anything. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I mean, if if he's describing it right, basically, what 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 you're saying is that he wants to become a a uh, a YouTube personality that can outperform everybody else. That's in. Yeah, that's that in the RC. Gist of it. That was the gist of it. Huh. All right. Well, that's good to do. All right. Yeah, It'll be interesting. Well, to be honest, um, I, I think as far as the YouTube stuff is concerned, you know, it, it takes. It's obviously going to take a lot of patience to to uh, to do anything there, and a lot of work. A lot of work. I I think that I, I would honestly be more apt to take the advice to take advice from JQ uh, versus like a, a Ryan Harris, because I know JQ has been there a little bit more than like, say a Ryan Harris has, but, um, you know, I, I think JQ has been in the game long enough to have a lot of his own tricks and things. Whereas I think a lot of times, some of these other guys are kind of stealing tricks that they learn at these events and then turn it around and try to sell it to somebody as sort of their own knowledge. So I think that with a, you know, with a JQ, I have some confidence that he, uh, more so that he's, uh, this is a little more, uh, I don't know what the right word is, but. Yeah. yeah I know what you're trying to say. And that, that's kind of what had me interested is, um, he, he uh, you know, I'm not as big. I'm not going to say I'm a huge fan of the guy, but he does have knowledge uh, for sure. I mean, he, he's designed his own platform. And, um, you know, he had a successful blog at one time. He, he's a very polarizing figure, which which does well on, uh, on these type of social channels. And um, he, he also said, you know, there's a lot of channels out there based uh, on beginner information. And uh, it sounds like he wants to um, give, you know, more more advanced type of tips and more complete. But, um, you know, I, you know, he's got a guy there. I don't know his name, but I've seen him involved with the RC Racing TV. He's in this video, so I, I would imagine this guy's helping him with the editing and stuff. Because it's, yeah, well, it's a very well done video. And uh, it'll be yeah, interesting. It, yeah, that's the guy that the guy that's uh, built or or put together the the RCGP videos. Okay. Um, yeah. Math is it Matthew? I think. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, his stuff is awesome. 
So I, I don't know. I, 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 it just gets to the point where you're like, um, you start to get confused what, what the focus is or, or, you know, with everybody. And it's like, are you, are you trying to sell a car? Um, are you, you know, have wanting uh-huh. to have this RCGP race series? Um, are yeah. you, um, are you just wanting to be a new YouTube celebrity? It gets a little confusing, like, and especially if you're doing it in a way that you're almost targeting to be better than somebody else at it. Uh, almost like you're trying to show somebody up or you're trying to, it's like a competition or like, you know, to me, I, it's, it's just, it's a little strange. I, I, I think that he's going to have the best knowledge uh, of anybody out there uh, for sure. Uh, but yeah. um, I, I, don't, I don't really, I don't really know what good all this knowledge has done for people because there's more information available than there ever has been. Uh, the product is better than it ever has been. Um, I don't know how many more diff building videos that I can see uh, that people make, but it's been the same since Cliff Lett did a stealth build um, <laughs> in RC car action in like 19, you know, 91. So, but I, you know, there's a lot of information out there, but that really comes down to um, you really have to be a good driver and you can't, if you want to be successful, all these things certainly help. But the, the thing that you, that's hard to teach is the driving. And that's yeah. what people, um, they, they really think of that last, but it's really the most important thing. Everybody obsesses over the cars and they obsess over everything, but <clears throat> the driving is really the most important thing. And um, I think one of the reasons why, you know, there's a lot of brands in RC now and there's a lot of things out there and a lot of pros pushing certain products and a lot of people, you know, a lot of sponsorships, but what you can't, uh, people also think that a lot of people can win with anything. So, uh, that, that's a, that's a, it's kind of a, a little bit of a, of a hard reality to get around at times that there's a fine line between being good enough to be able to influence people's decision or the product versus the guy that is so good that people just think um, he can win with anything. So that's tough. I mean, when you hear people say, Oh, that guy could win with anything. He could win with a shoe box or he could do this or he could do that. Uh, That's not really good for their position because you're not influencing people to use the product anymore. All you're doing is just, you know, they just believe that you're, you know, that, that your skills walk on water. So, uh, yeah, it's tough. I, I, to me, the YouTube stuff that I do, I just do it cause I like it. Like to me, that's, I try to make something that, um, involves our product and is somewhat uh, marketable but something that I'm interested in, or maybe something that I can deliver. Uh, but if you're going to try to compete with people for views, that's a tough business because hmm. uh, there's a lot of gimmicks that go along with it. As uh, our friend Gotti's pointed out, there's a way to buy 
by likes, by views, um, by subscribers. Uh, so there's a lot of kind of little hidden tricks and, and things out there. And it's, yeah. a tough, it's a tough business. If you're going to be a pro at that, um, yeah, you got to do some work too. It'll be interesting. He has his own little fan base and he knows how to, uh, piss some people off. Uh, but, but I agree. It, like you said, he, he's got the most knowledge of, uh, probably anybody that's, that's going to try to do this. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's a lot of work making videos. That's for sure. I yeah. I mean, I, I, this was a m- couple months ago. I remember him saying, uh, I think on Instagram, who wants to see an engine, an actual engine video. That's, uh. And, and I'm, I was kind of wondering, has that come out yet? Cause now we're talking about if you're putting, if you haven't delivered on this video yet about the engine stuff, it's a lot of been a lot of work, a lot of time in between. And also the guys that are good at doing these videos, they knock them out. Yeah. You, you get the next one done. You, 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 you bang them out. And, um, you know, I think is a lot of it is from his frustration and it's a, competitive side i'm sure of him that he wants to show up the guys that are making the generic diff building video he's like you know i'm tired of seeing the same uh put the grease in the holes and then you put the balls on top of that and then you put the grease on top of that and then you know like i think he's just thinking you know this is nonsense and i'm sure it's a competitive thing from him where he's like i'm going to show people that i really know what i'm talking about and these other guys are just but I don't know. I I, I would. Uh, he's got a lot of uh, irons in the fire. It looks like. So uh, yeah. does JQ has a YouTube channel up already? Yep, he uh, does. We just type. I in think he had YouTube? an existing one, and he's. Uh, oh okay. He, yeah. It, oh, it's oh. Maybe oh. JQ Racing or something. I, I forget. But yeah, wish him all the luck. But yeah, definitely. I'll let you guys go here. Looks like you're hitting the three hour mark. This is yeah, this is crazy, man. This is, uh, <laughs> it's been painful. I think. Oh man, that's so nice to say. I'm trying to fill in here for Gotti and Jason. Just not liking the vibe that I bring. I guess I don't know. And, um, yeah. Well, it was great that uh, to have you on the show. I appreciate yeah. it. Alrighty. Um, and uh, good luck with uh, whatever you're doing there in Gotham. <laughs> See you later. All right, we'll see you there, Harvey. All right, we'll uh, remove Harvey out of here, kick him out. All right, there we go. Well, I'm getting pretty good with this, actually. Yeah, you're I, actually getting quite uh, I competent. Was, like, doing the whole solo screen thing, I was something that uh, I just thought I'd try, and it worked. <laughs> so, great. Well, there we go. I mean, that was a good uh, – we ended up talking about uh, RC. That's what you like to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Gotti told me to talk about RC a lot, but uh, I guess we didn't do that enough, maybe. Uh, all right, well, we're going to wrap it up, I guess. Uh, this was uh, episode uh, 221. That was 221 with uh, Lone Wolf McQuaid and filling in for Jason Runner. We appreciate Lone Wolf joining us. And uh, uh, me, Michael Myers, hoping, hoping you guys enjoyed the show, and hopefully uh, we brought some Halloween fans over to the uh, radio what they call it? Uh, Impound Podcast. Impound Podcast, that's right. And uh, head over to J Concepts 
And I brought it up here, so I know. Jconcepts.net. That's it. Uh, for all your RC needs. And uh, the site looks awesome. I, I was just browsing it for the first time, really. Thank you, Michael. And, uh, yeah. And uh, best of luck with the, the whole crew there at JC. Uh, you guys are going to a race coming up. AMS, you said. That's correct. Yeah, you got it. That's next weekend? Yes. Yeah, so good luck there. Um, I hope everybody uh, – yeah, we forgot to ask Harvey what his favorite Halloween candy was and favorite Halloween outfit. But anyway. That's not important. Not important, I guess. Um, well, I didn't get any tips. This was kind of unsuccessful for me. Uh, I didn't get any tips on where Lori's at at all, but I'm going to head on out here. And uh, I got my knife here, and we're going to head on out and try and find her tonight. I got a lot of time yet, so. All right, yeah, you got plenty of time. Um, so, yeah, anything uh, you want to say, Lone Wolf, before I uh, end this broadcast here? We appreciate all the support over at jconcepts.net. Uh, regulators back in stock. Uh, we got um, well, What's a regulator? A of, uh, that's a longer story. But uh, okay. Just go to the website, check it out. Yeah, we got new updates going on. We got some new videos that are loaded. We got we're preparing some new ones now for new products. And uh, I got people over here waving to me, but anyway, they see me on the curb. They wonder what's going on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of good things Turn going, up, guys. That's all we're doing. A lot of good right, stuff go going on. Jconcepts.net regulator. And yeah. we got a bunch of tires. <laughs> That's right. We got a bunch of tires out too now. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and uh, go watch my movie, uh, Lone Wolf McQuaid, on YouTube. All right. Yeah, just watch it once, though. You don't want to give it too many views. No, no, no. Keep watching. Keep watching? All right. Well, check out uh, check out Lone Wolf McQuaid. That's the name of the movie, huh? That's correct. You know what? I'm going to have to go check that out later. I just got a new TV, too, a nice 75-inch uh, uh, Sony. 75-inch? 75 75-inch 75 TV. I just got to put it in there. The Best Buy guy showed up today and installed it. Uh, installed it there in my living room, which is we're all, right there. We're all trying to find, um, looking under the seat cushions for nickels to buy a sub at Sheets, and you're getting out, out getting a 75-inch <laughs> TV. Well... It was kind of a pain. I did kind of overdo it. I had to take a low bearing wall out over there to get ah. it. So we got in, and uh, I'm pretty excited to watch some Halloween movies tonight. I watched a funny movie the other day with uh, Hubie called Hubie Halloween with Adam Sandler. <laughs> He's a good friend of mine too. Oh, good. Yeah. So if you ever get a chance to check that one out, called Hubie Halloween. Guess who's in it? Michael Myers. Nah, I'm not in it. I wish I was. Uh, but it was uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, Shaq Daddy. Yeah, Shaq Daddy, he was in it, so that was great to see him. Uh, Shaq, a good friend of mine, actually. Um, so yeah, two twenty one. This was. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Have a happy Halloween. Um, I guess it's the countdown to the next Halloween, really. And yeah. don't forget. Oh, you know another reason why I got that Sony TV is because the Sony PlayStation Five is coming out in two weeks. So we're. Uh, I know Gotti's all excited about it. I'm excited about it. He's got me all pumped up about it. And uh, we're gonna get on there and play some PS Five. All right. I can't wait. All right. All right. That was it. Lone Wolf McKay, Michael Myers. We'll catch you on the next episode. Hopefully, Gotti will have me back. Thanks for putting up with this. It's been, uh, it's been fun. It's been interesting. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Take care. Happy Halloween, everyone. Bye.